0: People on Utreon, you know, if you're on Utreon, you know why we're on Utreon because I could actually hold guns and show like this uh, very cool Daniel defense that we're going to talk about here later, which is my own personal Daniel defense. Can't do that on YouTube because they have really stupid restrictions that don't stop or help anything. But if you want to join us live, you have to go to Utreon, U T R E O N, slash, Who Move My Freedom Podcast or W M M F. That's how you can find us. Also, we will be, um, of course, we'll be taking the audio out of this and throwing that up uh, on the iTunes and all those other things. All right. That being said, let me load my guests up into into the windows here. Let's get them up there. And I am going to press the button, and we're going to jump all the way into this.
1: Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded.
0: All right, we're live here. Let's see. Yeah, Ryan, we can hear you. We actually are live. Um, Jesse, we do this thing here called Jazz Hands. Everyone has to do it. There you go. <laughs> we're taking it back from the terrorists. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 908 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. And uh, my guests are Ryan from Fort Scott Munitions. There he goes right there, at Ryan. Uh I'm going b- to Ryan, your internet looks like it's a little shaky, but we'll take it. We'll take it. You know, it's better. Bet, yeah. Yeah. It's better Fort- than, yeah. He's, uh, are you, are you at Fort Scott or?
2: Oh. Yeah, I am actually. I'm in the oh, okay. office. Um, okay, I'm wired in, so it should be working fine, but we've been, I don't know, it's been acting up on us the last couple of days, so I'm not okay. sure what's going
0: on. Okay. No worries. We can hear you. Then also joining me is my friend, Jesse of Knuckle Down Dynamics. There he goes, Jesse. Welcome to the show for the first time, my friend. <laughs> How are you? It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'm great. Yeah, good, good. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, we've got like the whole crew here. Let me uh, get everyone up in here. So for the folks out there who, uh, who don't know, uh, you sh- well, you should know Ryan, right? Uh, Ryan, uh, just tell the folks real quick what you do at Fort Scott Munitions.
2: So I'm the chief operations officer for the retail side, so store, brick-and-mortar storefront, the website, and the training side. So I've kind of been working behind this. facilities built up. Uh, we've partnered with Battleline. Um, they're the hosting. Um, the training
0: I'm working on um, to support them in that in that way. Okay, cool. All right, so I know a little bit of that probably came in broken up, but... Uh the big thing here is that you're in charge of the retail side of the store and then also the training stuff that's going on, which you guys at Fort Scott have some very cool uh, training facilities that you've opened up, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, we're yeah. really excited about that and continuing to build and grow on that.
0: So you, you were able to see some cool stuff, I think, when you're here. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a lot of cool stuff, including Jesse. Uh, of Knuckle Down Dynamics, who was training with us. Uh, Jesse, you want to tell the folks, like, how, how how are you even associated with uh, Fort Scott Munitions? You're I think you're in Kansas, but, you know, you can explain that to the folks out there.
3: Yeah, I'm actually out of Missouri. Uh, oh. I got, yep, I met for, uh, I met Ryan. Well, I didn't meet Ryan. I met Robbie at a uh, shot show one year. And, uh, you know, I bought some ammo of theirs and was posting some pictures and stuff, and they, they got a hold of me, and I'm a sponsored shooter for Fort Scott, um, which led me to meet battle, or, uh, Chris and, uh, you know, through the Battleline stuff. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Jesse was, uh, if you guys have seen any of the footage from the Copper Ticket event that happened that I went out to, there's a lot of it with Jesse in there doing some badassery. yeah yeah you know i'm gonna put i'm gonna put some percentage of that down to uh youth jesse youth youth. (laughs) yeah Yeah. as the as the old guy as the old guy here because uh you know no we were a great team we were a great team yeah no it was fun i just you know man you gotta enjoy that youth man it's so precious you know yeah use every bit of it yeah how old are you by the way 27 27 man 27 i can't even remember back to those days <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know it's all it's all fading all fading out there so yeah that was fun um we've got some if you guys have any questions or anything like that for either of these guys as we go through the show here feel free to uh let me know if you got questions comments night train says uh i own a lot of fort scott ammo but i'm afraid to shoot any of it because ammo is so expensive what do you think about that, Ryan? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. It's yeah, I can't blame you, so, you got to test them in your guns. You, huh?
0: you got, What
2: I'd say is at least get the at least get the basic couple mags cycled in your guns. Make sure they're working well in there. You know, beyond right. that, I hear you. It's tough right now. Um, yeah, we're getting we're trying to get decent supply lines back up. You know, so Robbie's been doing a great job of that, and we've as if you've been paying attention to the website, we've been able to get some. Well, most of the calibers back in stock, so mm-hmm. um, it's starting to come back. Obviously, prices are high across the board, and I, I don't know. That's more of a devaluation of the dollar as a whole. I think you know. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, and I think people, you know, the Fort Scott stuff is not necessarily range ammo. Although, do you guys make? Do you no. sell range ammo? I think you do, don't you? We we'll do spurts we'll do spurts of it.
2: Okay, um, but the problem is people complain about it because uh, we're still using the high-end components that we use on our uh, on our self-defense ammo and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's still not the cheapest range ammo. I mean, it's mm-hmm. greater quality. So the people who know what it is like it because it is more mm-hmm. accurate. Um, it's cleaner. There's a lot of pros to it, but it's not competitive for just your cheapest range ammo. Even even on that side, it's
0: it's a quality range ammo still yeah absolutely you, you you know you've got to be able to tell the difference between the two and then obviously when we do a lot of shooting here on the range we use that stuff like it's range ammo but that's because fort scott also <laughs> sponsors the channel for ammo uh jesse you probably you probably deal with some of that too the people say to you like why are you shooting this stuff man what's wrong with you yeah yeah
3: yeah when uh people come out to the range and they see what ammo i'm digging out of to shoot at paper targets are like
0: I, I don't even want to watch you do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, trust me. Sometimes I'm like, oh my, uh, man. This is the good stuff going downrange, hey, but it is good stuff. Go I, ahead. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you got to. We even got those comments hum- at the Copper Ticket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, people are saying the same thing there. People are like, "Man, here we are shooting this this high quality uh, ammo like it's range ammo at the thing, you know, at the copper ticket event." People are having the same the same hardships doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it was good stuff. I mean, we used it. I I never had any problems you know? with ammo other than the ones that the the guys out there induced. So, um, you know, yeah, it's you know the when when you need it you want to have the good stuff. So this is the thing everyone has to to figure out. Like you said, you know, get the good stuff, make sure you use it and it can go through the guns that you're using because not everything works on everything. So right. that's just a reality of ammo. But, you know, other than that, if you if you want to go through uh range stuff then yeah, man, you got to stack that range ammo whenever you can. You know, or go to 22s. So Yeah. Um Lola has a question. She says, so what is the current state of ammo production versus demand and the high costs? What's going on with that?
2: Uh, Versus demand and
0: high costs? Mm -hmm. Um, We
2: can't get components for what we used to. I mean, we're almost paying what retail prices used to be on the components. So uh, it's one of those things, unfortunately, and you're seeing it, I think, in every industry. And as a manufacturer, you can't take the losses on that. You have to unfortunately pass that on to the customer. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's a downside of the times we're in right now. So yeah. um, uh, there, how- there is, there's definitely,
0: sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna, I don't know if Jesse had a um, a, a thing, uh, something he wanted to jump in there, but feel free Jesse at, uh, at any point. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, you were gonna say something, Ryan, go ahead.
2: Yeah. I was just, uh, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think I'm good. I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, in, in Sorry, terms man. of, in terms of the ammo, do you guys, do you guys see, you know, is there any light of day that you see out there or do you think all the things happening with uh, current events, politics, et cetera, is that still driving the demand?
2: It is. It is still driving the demand, but we are seeing like glimp some things we still mm-hmm. are having a really hard time with, you know, six five mainly being one of them. Um, mm-hmm. But we're starting to get a lot of the other ones in. We've actually gotten to the point to where we've been able to get like we just released our thirty out six caliber, so we were actually able to get components in on a new caliber that um, we'd been working on and, and doing some R and D on. Um, we did the uh, quality check on it. Uh, function tests. And um, yeah, so we're, we are able, there is light I would say in that regard because not only are we getting more of the calibers back in that we had, but we're also um, adding to that, adding to the caliber list. Mm -hmm. The downside is with everything going on, I can't say how long that's going to last.
0: You know, that's kind of concerning. Yeah. It's it's crazy out there for
2: everyone. As of in this moment right now, there's a light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Okay. How is it out there for you, Jesse? Obviously, you're you're a sponsored shooter, so you are getting ammo, but yeah, I'm sure you're still tracking ammo and stuff like that, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my biggest thing for Fort Scott is I want them to take care of the customer first. Um, so if they send me ammo, then great. If not, then I'll find it. Um, <clears throat> it's been pretty hard to reasonably find prices on ammo, uh, like at local gun shops and stuff. Although I do... Support local gun shops, so I do buy from there every periodically. Um, but uh, it seems like the online uh, purchasing ammo online has uh, gotten a lot easier to find cheaper deals um, mm-hmm. because a lot more people are doing it now. So they're not charging an arm and a leg, and there's you know shipping deals and stuff. But but yeah, um, ammo has significantly come back. Um, I remember what was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. maybe this time last year it yeah. i don't care if you went to a local gun shop or not they didn't mm-hmm. have certain calibers so
0: yeah yeah it was it, it it was really bad and then it has gotten better and even prices have come down i would agree the best way to do it is online um and then i agree with you the same thing i know when it really was bad out there you know it was it was tough even getting ammo from fort scott munitions which you know um uh, uh these guys have always looked out for me, you know, when uh, things were tough for me. So yep. when things get tough for them, it, it doesn't bother me. Exactly. Plus, like, you know, I've probably been shooting a, a lot uh, uh, in a lot shorter time than you guys. But I, I lived through that. Was it like 2013? Um, the last when we had the fire Armageddon? I think that was like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 2013. And having lived through that, man, I started like getting ammo whatever ammo was cheap you know and and then also getting 22 so like a lot of believe it or not a lot of 22 um you know or a 22 is a good thing to hoard if you're going to hoard any kind of ammo in my opinion because you can you can use that and keep your skills going by shooting 22 stuff what do you guys think about that
2: I like that a lot too. I've gotten actually 22 conversions for all my main guns and mm-hmm. I really like practicing with it. I know you don't get the recoil management or recoil control practice, but um, obviously even before here, I'd really gone down that road and you can, and it's great for new shooters too. And I like introducing like new shooters with it because I can give them my gun on a 22 first, real mm-hmm. smooth, worried about everything else, and then step them up to the actual caliber that, you know, would be recommendable or something like that.
3: hmm
0: yeah. Yeah. Did you want to add to that, Jesse?
3: Yeah, I, I have 22 conversion kits for my rifles and stuff. And uh, I think it's really good for uh, learning how to manipulate the firearm, um, getting used to the controls. Uh, plus, I mean, you can get reps on reps a sight picture and just manipulating the gun with a very cheap, cheap round. What are they, like eight cents a round, if, you know? So
0: mm-hmm. um, and they're fun suppressed. So. Right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What other, for folks out there, maybe, you know, uh, there's probably a lot of the guys in the chat right now looking at this, you know, are uh, seasoned gun folks out there. But for new people, what are the other ways that, you know, ideas that you guys have for conserving ammo, you know, under these kinds of circumstances other than 22.
3: Yeah, I'm going to have to say dry fire, dry fire, dry fire, dry fire.
0: Okay.
3: Um, d- biggest thing is just make sure the gun's unloaded. So that's that's first step. But dry fire, um, taking those each individual parts and isolating them, uh, spending time on it. There's a lot of people that have uh, put out videos and really good instructional stuff as far as dry fire. And then uh, you can always reach out, um, and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Uh mm-hmm. But I think dry fire, I used to work on the road, so dry fire was a really big part of my afternoon thing because I didn't have anything else to do. I was in a hotel. And uh, if if you start dry firing, you'll be really surprised on uh, the increase in performance when you go back to the range. And when you're actually spending money, you're actually
2: progressing. So,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Ryan?
2: Completely agree. Ever since uh, the first classes I had, they actually had us go back to the hotel room and practice dry fire in addition to the, or to get more reps in on on the stuff we had just gone through. And I think that's invaluable. Um, And we're really hitting that from the training side too. We're really trying to take that into consideration with um, students, whether it be new or returning uh, uh, trainers or trainees, that one, reduced round counts. so doing that, and then we're, we're focusing a lot, like you saw, Hank, too, on the, the simulation, uh, simulation range. Um, so whether it be airsoft, sims, that kind of stuff, uh, it's similar to a, a 22, um conversion kit. You know, you don't have the recoil, but a lot of the other manipulations are, are carry over very well. And mm-hmm. the cool thing, once you go to those types of platforms, is that you can really start doing some force-on-force scenarios. And that puts that changes the dynamic completely um the the adrenaline starts going you start doing crazy things especially once you get a review of footage on some things like that Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal yeah force on force with airsoft is dry fire just for something (laughs) you can't really (laughs) do on a normal day so
0: it is there's a lot of there's a lot of tech out there now for that right there's a lot of different uh things that people have out there so um you know, if uh, if if people are looking to do that kind of thing, there's a lot of different options that you can do. Can can uh, folks in the general public, you know, in in your area, of course, in uh, Fort Scott, Kansas, can they come in there and do that kind of training with you guys? We're working to open it up right
2: now. Yeah, we've got uh, we're just in the launch, so we haven't quite got, gotten it up, but we're we're getting some of those entry level courses in. We we got some conversations in the works, so yeah, it's about to start dropping. You'll see a training tab hit on our website here pretty soon. Um, we got so our first class with Michael Billings Billington, the copper ticket, will be um, July twenty second and twenty third, mm-hmm. and then uh, or actually, sorry, I take that back. Jesse Finley's doing one before that with uh, Mike Ritchie. The, he's doing one room, get one it right. room clearing, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, <yeah. laughs>
0: and uh, yeah. yeah, so room clearing and medical. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, and okay. that'll be
2: actually the Sims
0: and the, the force on foot there. Oh, okay. So. You're doing, you're doing some medical training as well, Jesse.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there, uh, this trip. So I, I guess short and sweet, I got hired by Battleline to be a firearms instructor and I'm really honored to do that. Uh, but this time I'm just going to be there, uh, learning myself. Um, and if they need me, I'll help them out. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to be at that class.
0: Yeah. You know, so that's one of the things I would like to talk about in the in the time that Jesse's here, man, because he just said he got uh, hired by Battleline, and one of the coolest things I saw at this event, you know, was Chris uh, Tonto talking to you about that, and I was like, oh man, that's really cool. And you were awesome, you know. Uh, if you guys don't know Jesse Finley or Knuckle Down Dynamics, I would say please, you know, go go to YouTube. You've got a YouTube channel. You're on Instagram. You're on Facebook you know, go check him out. He's uh, i was really impressed by him. And and so was Tonto. You, I don't know if you want to talk about that, but I was there watching it you know, <laughs> yeah, as it went yeah. down. <laughs> How did that feel?
3: Oh, it was uh it's a humbling experience. It's just uh really cool to see everything that God's doing in my life. And, uh, uh, all this time and effort that I've put into it over the years is starting to, to be of use and it's really cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I really thought that was a cool thing. And that's one of the things I like about Tonto, man, is that, you know, he's that kind of person, even through, yeah. you know, even through the the training. Now, I think it was uh, our our instructor was, uh, was Michael Billings, Billingsley. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I get that right. Yeah, which was awesome. And then Tonto was like, you know, uh, um, following up with people. He was uh, all part of the thing. But, you know, he, he's a... I, I really like the way that was my first time being involved mm-hmm. in anything i really like the way that they all do everything uh mike mike is mike is scary though he's like a robot or something he's like Terminator. <laughs> He's yeah, so don't step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't step
3: on his monster
0: yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um <laughs> if you guys haven't seen this we have like a minute here before we go to the next uh segment but um you know, you could, all of this stuff, there's a whole bunch of different videos that are out. I think the, um, uh, what is it, what's the name of the guys? The Guns Out TV guys have a lot of good videos out on yep. this, right? Yeah.
2: They yeah. did. Yeah, they put out some really good ones. Classic Fires put out some good ones. Yeah. Um, we've been playing catch-up, so ours haven't hit yet. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, I've got
0: some. I've got something because you and I did an interview. I want to put it out, and I think I need to. I just want to get some background footage from you, and then I'm going to put that out as well because it shows the warehouse that you guys um, that you guys have. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's
2: cool. I'm excited to see that. We're. I'm working on getting that to you. We're working on getting that Google Drive uploaded and stuff. We've had mm-hmm. a little technical difficulty there, but I think we actually got it figured out today. We're just. Waiting on no. some of the loading now. I
0: thought I was going to have it for you today, but it'll be within a couple of days. So. Okay. All right. We're going we're gonna to come right back to that here and talk about it. We're going to take a quick break right here. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old U.S. of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Okay. All right. So... um there's a couple of things that I want to get to here. I see, let me see, who is it that said this? Um, 42 Chilled said air guns and Mantis, in terms of training. Um, there is a lot of technology you could do at home. You don't even have to go. I know that there are places you can go to, like Gander Mountain has some places you can go there and do that kind of airsoft. Uh, well, what are those things called? They kind of use airsoft, but then you have the screens. All that is it reactive shooting? I don't, you know, I don't know what the right. I name think for that that's is.
2: what it's called. Yeah, with the with the whole screen, and it, it evaluates your hits, and there's innocent bystanders and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's
2: it's pretty high tech. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. Some of them, I've seen some of the, the behind the scenes stuff, and we've kind of looked at it a little bit, but it's it's a little concerning on how it's a chore to keep those.
0: Those guns and stuff, the, the guns running?
2: Uh, not the guns necessarily, more mm-hmm. the tech behind okay. it. There's some, a lot of crashes and, and different uh, things like that. Okay. That, from what we've seen that, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, you, you would think that technology is coming along with video games and all that that's out there. And I know I've spoken to some people that are trying to develop some technology that's along the lines of the video games and all that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I didn't realize behind the scenes it was a problem. Have you done any of that stuff, Jesse? Any of the, the virtual training stuff? Yes, yes, I have. I
3: actually have a friend of mine who owns uh, Ozark Shoot No Shoot, and he has an entire setup um, where he goes out and he literally, like, films in churches or buildings and films all these different scenarios and then has the security or the people that want to train inside their own place that they work at, um... Mm-hmm. All these scenarios in their everyday life you know setting so mm-hmm. uh yeah i've I've used it, and it's fun you can do you can do serious stuff or you can do fun stuff too it's it's
0: pretty yeah. cool yeah yeah and the and the tech is coming along, so some of that we have to give some uh, patience for um, but now you guys at fort Scott munitions, ryan, you've got like an actual warehouse we we talked about this the last time that you were on but I didn't get to experience it until this time. You want to tell people like what that facility is and how you set it up and everything?
2: Yeah, so uh, we've started with a modular, um, well, slip fit connections on a modular layout. So uh, we've got a 90 by 120 shed that we punched the the, the floor on on a four foot grid. Mm -hmm. And then we have four by eight wall panels um, that we can interchange basically slip fit and move things around really quickly. Like uh, we can get a layout, for example, that layout that you saw, Hank, we got the morning. Um, mm-hmm. We got one morning by afternoon, we had it all set up. There was a couple panels we were short on, but aside from that, um, we had it all set up. So we had to, but then you basically have door panels and it, you, you slip it together. Um, it's constructed in such a manner. So it's two buys and cardboard so that, it's realistic in the sense of sims and airsoft will penetrate both layers um so you have to deal with pass-throughs the same way you would in a real world so we were mindful about that um we, we just actually figured out how to incorporate the skywalk into it so or the catwalk i mean um mm-hmm. so that was a big step because that was a big request from a lot of people and yeah. we figured out how to make it happen for that so yeah that was really exciting
0: So just to paint a picture for you guys, I mean, I could probably go look up on my phone and see if there I know you guys have some video out of this, but just to paint a picture, you guys bought, uh, what was it? Like what kind of facility was that that you bought?
2: It was an old metal recycling plant. Um, And I think they even built engines at one point in time. Um, It was like a Kawasaki thing, and then they recycled metal and it burned Mm down. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's bricks, but there's one shed in particular. I think it's about a five acre compound. Um, that we have to work with, but there's
0: the, there's one shed in particular that we've implemented that on. Okay, um, so they so they bought this big facility, the space outside and space inside, kind of like a warehouse situation. And then how big did you say the uh, the space of it was? Like 190? What was that? Uh, yeah, uh, 90 by 120. 90 by 120. So every uh, yeah. what is it? Like four four every four inches or something what's the uh grid space that you have you've punched basically holes in the concrete slab so that you can change around walls and all that kind of stuff and make any kind of uh office floor plan that someone gives to you right yeah exactly right so we did it
2: on four feet actually um okay we kind of went with standard dimensions and stuff like i i did even the wall panels are four by eights so that you can uh put a lot of Different things up. If there's desire for different things, like if someone really wanted drywall, we could literally just um, get a pallet of, of four by a drywall and start tacking stuff together. If people want to go that route, um, so um, j- industry standard sizes on, on stuff like that. So that that's kind
0: of the goal there. Okay, very cool. So you know, basic and Jesse, feel free to jump in here because I know you. You know, you you were doing some of this, and I might see if I can look online and find some of this. Uh, footage, but I think it really—it's—it's it's a really cool setup that you have going there that you can uh, build up these like a shoot house type of a scenario for people to practice and train in, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Jesse.
3: No, uh, the uh, modularity of it is pretty cool because I think like this next class that we're going to be doing in uh, July. It's going to be one man room clearing. So it's going to be more oriented to the single person in their house uh, being able to effectively clear their house if something was to happen in it. Right, yeah. So you're. Oh, the modularity is awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could switch it around. You can't, you don't, you know, you won't necessarily get used to it, or you could use it to train for whatever your facilities are, that kind of a thing, right?
2: yeah exactly we've actually brought in so similar to what jesse's done which that sounds or his his friend did that sounds really cool too um but we we've brought like our church security team in and laid out the lobby and stuff um and done the the force on force scenarios and and run through some different things there too um so yeah we're looking to reach out to to some schools and stuff like that teachers especially um even in jesse's class coming up here that and we're trying to get some teachers involved from, from local schools with the medical mm-hmm. on the medical mm-hmm. side and then stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look up on YouTube and see if I could find um, you know, some footage to to illustrate to folks what we're doing here. And I know there's people listening on audio as well, but if you go to Fort Scott Munitions, if you go either to uh the Instagram or you go to YouTube, you're gonna find a lot of these videos. And I think Jesse, you've got some of this stuff on instagram if not youtube right yes i i
3: have one of the range day just a quick little video on youtube currently
0: mm-hmm. uh, but i think i have yeah i mean it's real it's really cool just to describe it for you guys that so the kids i know there's there, there you guys had some issues with like the kids in the neighborhood sneaking into that sneaking into that <laughs> facility or whatever you know um and messing around with the rooms. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I, yeah so there was some there were some good stories on that, but you know, to paint a picture for you when you're walking through that whole thing, even outside, you really feel like you're in some kind of you know a war zone or something like that, I think to put it lightly and we did um you know we did some training there, so I got there I think the day before the training with Tonto, which is completely different, you know. And so when we got there and Jesse Jesse was part yep. of this too, we did like this uh crash course really intensive uh um uh what were, what were those guys? Green berets. You want to tell people about that? And what was your yep. idea of that? Cuz I think that was basically torture as far as I was concerned. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. so uh, we've no. got we've got some cool connections
0: with um Go ahead. Go What's over that? Over. No, what'd you say, Jesse?
3: Okay, uh, right. I was just... I sent, um, I sent Hank the uh, footage. Oh, you from, did? Okay, from cool. From the other
0: compound. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'll I'll pull that up here. Go ahead, guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Yeah, so we've got some cool connections with uh, um, some guys that... Yeah, Green Berets, Special Forces, different things like that. The Ranger Qualified. They've They've been around and done some stuff, so... Um, we're fortunate to have those guys, and they've actually used our facility some team leadership building like they've brought in you know like um pro athlete groups or teams and stuff from the area mm-hmm. and basically did the same thing they did with us and mm-hmm. ran them through team leadership try to put uh put people through the paces mm-hmm. and um yeah they, they again basically it's a it's a fly by night course it's super fast um but uh, a little bit of land nav, CQB, medical radio comms. Um mm-hmm. we had some pyros mm-hmm. involved, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was cool. we'll, yeah. we got some cool um like we have stylists to incorporate. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, basically running yeah. through through a scenario and, and a mission objective to where you have um whether it be mm-hmm. a hostage or a uh no-kill or a kill um and different things and and run through different uh scenarios that, that they've basically done and so you get a little taste of of maybe what they've gone through to some extent and and it, yeah it's funny hearing different perspectives on guys like either guys either love it or like man that was rough I don't, <laughs> no,
0: it was cool i'm not i'm not really complaining about it i think it was really cool to do it i don't think you could really grasp what those guys do unless you do something like that maybe for weeks in my opinion just to really get an idea of what they're getting up to so it really was i think i heard one of the guys saying to you it's like trying to what is what did he say it's like trying to um take 20 pounds of shit and stuff it into a five pound bag in terms of showing people all the different things that they go through so um it definitely gives you some respect for what they do and I think it's it's definitely a good thing so far as training, just even showing yourself how fit you really need to be if you think you're going to do this. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so I appreciated it for all yeah, that. Go- I appreciate it for all that, Ryan. All that was good. You tried <laughs> to starve me. You did try to starve me out because you guys had some kind of like vindictive thing. I was about thing. to say that. Yeah, you had some kind of vindictive thing going, like we're gonna starve all you guys so you could see what it's really like. Because I guess special operators only like fight on an empty stomach. I don't know what that what that was about, but it didn't work because I went somewhere with the Out TV guys and got food. <laughs>
2: yeah, so it was funny on that side. So Gage, uh-huh. our cameraman, has um, he's worked closely with them and done some of this before. So mm-hmm. what we she tra- went through the training with them. With mm-hmm. you guys, um, I was on. Uh, uh, let's see, Hank, you were on the other team, right? Um, uh, but uh, we, had, we were yeah. Yeah. up in Me the, And yeah. Hank were on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so the idea was I kind of go through it, experience it, see it firsthand what what it's like um, mm-hmm. from that side too. And we had Gage kind of running it, and. Yeah, we had that talk too about the meals. Like, man, you gotta, you gotta at least warm people if you're not gonna feed them, <laughs> like intentionally gonna starve them or something. Like, that.
0: the guns out TV <laughs> guys literally got off a plane, went back to their hotel room, and then and then got into this. <laughs> so those guys weren't even trying to yeah. hear it. You know, yeah, they were, they were worn out. Yeah, well, you know, they had a couple days like that beforehand, too. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about some dudes who are walking around showing off their arms and everything. So you know, those guys (laughs) count calories and have to get certain intake. (laughs) What was what was your opinion of this, Jesse? You were there.
3: You were there. No, at least from my side, Mm -hmm. it was really fun uh, because we were able to apply everything that you know me and my buddies do all the time, but we don't really have that setting where we can. Literally stack everything we do all into one single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was really cool, um, especially working with people you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, quite a challenge.
0: Yeah, I think that um, those those guys were Green Berets, right? Uh, who remembers the name Chris. of those guys? I, I think one was was everyone named Tim? Wade Wade. Okay, Chris Sims,
1: Wade Morris, and Chris Sims.
0: Okay, Wade and Chris, right? Yeah. And um, they were they were great guys. I think at the end, they were like, oh, yeah, when we heard some of you guys were YouTubers or whatever. <laughs> we we're, were expecting this to be horrible. <laughs> you guys would be trying to tell us <laughs> what to do or whatever. Which is not like I've never – I don't know where that really comes from. I don't know what uh, YouTubers or content creators are out there doing that. But so far as I know, you go to do training stuff, you shut up and follow instructions. <laughs> yeah. So – No, I – Mm -hmm. Go for it.
2: No, sorry. I was just, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, I, listen, I'm not trying to tell you it was more fun when it was over than actually doing it. Okay. (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. That's what I'm going to say. But it was, it was fun. It was fun. Like uh, Jesse and I, we were, we were doing, we did. So here's what happened. We did practice all day, right? Mm -hmm. And then ran through this all day. And then at night, they told us we're actually going to walk through the actual town of Fort Scott. Not a fake town. (laughs) Not a Hollywood town. We're going to walk through this town at midnight with a whole bunch of gear on. Okay? And airsoft guns. Okay? Okay, they've got those little orange tips on them. And then, you know, we we couldn't have actual ammo. So if we got it, we couldn't have real guns. And ammo and all that stuff. So if we got into something, we couldn't shoot back. But I don't know if the people of Fort Scott knew these rules. <laughs> I had <have laughs> well, on I can I from. Oh, you money. have okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was worse <laughs> for you, Jesse. You had more equipment on. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that, Ryan? What?
2: On previous runs where we've done it, it's funny to see the rumors and the Facebook chats across town blowing up with uh, like door cams and everything out and and all the comments like what they were
0: going to do and all this kind of stuff. It's hilarious. Oh, the people I of the imagine. town? Really? Oh, yeah. We were scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was scared. I, I'll tell you. I'm not. I, Jesse, yeah. maybe well, Jesse was not- I was scared. <laughs> I was oh, like, I was I'm gonna get kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I know you were having fun, Jesse. I know you were in your element, and Jesse was completely—he he was completely geared up, and he was in. A, I mean, all of us were really geared up. But I was like, oh my god, how's this gonna look on the news, man? You know, died in Fort Scott. People are like, what the hell is he even doing in Fort Scott? You know. And then supposedly you guys told the uh, deputies out there what we were doing, but the shift that you told came off-duty, and then the new (laughs) duty shifter came on, didn't have any idea (laughs) of what was happening. Do you remember remember that part? I remember it, because Ryan was hiding behind the the cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, just to to let you guys know what happened, they didn't tell these deputies, then we're walking around the town, and we were with Wade, right, Jesse? I think it was Wade. He was, like, the, the leader of our group. And, um, this is a great, this, this is so nuts. So where, cause they did this thing all day. And then at night we went out to do this mission. Actually part of the mission, let me back up for a second. Part of the mission, we had to go across some train tracks in Fort Scott. So we're actually walking through the town. <laughs> we're walking, like it was pouring down rain and all that kind of stuff. So I'm getting wet now, carrying all this stuff. I tripped over a couple of times and fell in a ditch you know, that was just filled with water at night. We didn't have, like, a night vision or anything like that. And um, then we get to the train tracks we're supposed to cross it, and there's actually a train out there with an engineer. And then Wade is like, you know, okay, guys, we got to stop here. I think this is dangerous. <laughs> People can actually see us. Something might happen. He actually st- he got scared. When he got scared, I was like, oh, shit. If the if the Green Beret guy is scared, this could be the end for me. Am I making this up? Am I making this up, Jesse? I, I'm not. No, no, not at all. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. Someone but if he to... said,
3: go ahead, I was going to be first. Oh, yeah, one. I was like, let's oh, go. Yeah,
0: Jesse was ready to go, man. I was like, oh, please. Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to headquarters right now. Uh, 42 chilled said, and Hank got killed. And the news would be something like Florida man dies in uh, Kansas. So we did all of that. And then then we actually, uh, where was it? Then we raided a, a place that we didn't even know at all. So we did all the training. Then we went to some warehouse or something like an old warehouse you guys have that we didn't go to. Right. Right.
2: So, yeah, we, we have another uh, kind of abandoned warehouse that we'd use for that kind of stuff. And. Uh, it's a really cool setting for um, for hostage, you know, rescue type stuff because it, it looked like that. I mean, we've done some other filming and, and yeah. got some footage from there. Yeah, I and thought, thought is, I was going to die in dungeon. that place.
0: Of, yeah, several times I thought I was. Yeah, several times I thought I was going to die. I I don't. When is the footage of this actually coming out so people could see that I'm not exaggerating? This was like a old warehouse that there was just mat, like wide open stuff everywhere. It was dark they the um they had the the bad guys had night vision and we didn't i don't jesse did you have night vision no
3: no they wouldn't let me wear it
0: yeah so we didn't have night vision we're walking around an old house warehouse i was like i'm gonna die break some bones (laughs) something bad's gonna happen to me in this place this this whole thing could have been like a movie You know, and I know there was camera guys out there running around with us, too, getting footage. So we've got a couple of seconds. We're going to take this quick break and we're going to come back here. And these guys will tell you if I'm making Actually. it up. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Yeah, so I know that Ryan, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the footage that. uh... Okay. why is this? Why is this making noise? I'm looking for the footage that uh, you sent me, Jesse. I haven't seen it yet. But is this um, is this stuff you sent me from um, Guns Out? Yeah, this looks like it's from Yeah, it's the Guns out one. They
2: did a really good job of breaking it down. They, it matches up exactly with yours, so, I mean...
0: Yeah, let me see if fine. I can get some of this to play here. Uh, okay, I don't know why the ad is playing. Okay, yeah, we're going to have to come back to this, because I'm going to try to get it up here. So, yeah, uh, why don't you tell from your point of view what happened, Jesse? Why don't you tell everyone, you know, since I sound totally ridiculous...
3: Yeah, it was the uh, very fir- – when we first rolled in and the explosions were going <laughs> off, um, Clint and uh, – wow, she's going to be mad at me for forgetting her name. Clint and oh, the girl. Okay. <laughs> they She yeah. was sitting next to me. When that yeah, first yeah. explosion went off, she about jumped out of the roof of that yeah, Jeep. Is, was that Katie and, from uh, – um, from,
0: from um, Katie, that's it. Yeah. Katie from um, – yeah uh oh my gosh now i forgot they're, classic, they're firearms. classic firearms yeah katie from classic the same there's a there's and a video classic firearms put up of her getting uh how to shoot a handgun lesson from tonto go ahead sorry jesse mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. no and uh i like how you got volunteered to drive the
0: jeep oh Lord. <laughs>
3: you you had no <laughs> say in that <laughs> yeah
0: which i've never I mean, ever uh, driven a jeep ever <laughs> 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 it was totally ridiculous yeah, that, that was fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead yeah
3: <laughs> when we first got to that first uh mission first part of the mission uh it was very hectic. There was no teamwork at all um once we got towards inside the building, it was a lot better uh but it it was uh pretty hectic. We had a whole bunch of role players out there yelling like, Ah, oh, I got shot!" and they're screaming and yelling and oh man it was it was a blast, and it's pouring down rain so hard you can't you can barely hear yourself and even with the roof over top, you can just hear it slamming down on the roof
1: mm-hmm
3: and uh, yeah. of course it's dark out white lights everywhere beep you hear bb you know zig, 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 everybody's shooting and stuff it was fun it was that yeah. first one was fun the second one though the second warehouse was extremely fun that one was awesome now there was a lot of stuff to trip over and funny thing mm-hmm. uh the next day we went and filmed some night vision stuff in it mm-hmm. and I, I, I talked to gage and i was like, hey. Uh, this door right here i'm glad i didn't uh like go into that door yesterday be dead. he was like wait door? he's like this door i was like yeah he's like oh flip that's the elevator shaft we probably should have crossed that off or exactly
0: something. exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying i know i was looking at things like i can't believe they're just letting us run around in this place we've never been in you know yeah those are uh, those um those what what were the you know the uh, not the disclosures but the uh, the things we had to sign those things were for the waivers. real the waivers yeah I was like man you know I'm, I regret signing that waiver yeah <laughs> no one no one died no one died yeah. for real I don't know if I don't know if, no, anyone no, no one no, no one, one really got hurt or anything like that uh so far no, as I can I don't remember. think so no now. So the thing is, when we're doing this crazy thing in in the uh, like the second mission that Jesse's talking about, the deputies showed up over there. Do you remember that, Jesse?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I dep- remember Ryan hiding behind the squad cars and yeah, still
0: shooting at them and BBs are hitting the squad cars, yeah. <laughs> and the deputies are just sitting there like having a good old time. I was like, these guys. Sh- yeah,
2: I took, yeah. I took cover behind the i was like oh, it's gonna get pinged <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's gonna break a window
0: <laughs> uh, and other ryan which i don't know if you guys really know other ryan i've got pictures of him somewhere here but he's the he's like the uh what is ryan like the president of fort scott munitions ceo yeah. i don't know what his what his title is. Yeah. mad genius or whatever above. yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but ryan was playing a bad guy and shooting from the darkness and then, so this Ryan is shooting back at him, and the deputies are just sitting in their cars, and you could just hear the BBs, like, ping, 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 ping hitting all over. And I was like, wow, these guys are pretty, they're actually pretty cool. <laughs> I guess they don't care they're what They're just happens. drinking their coffee. <laughs> yeah, they were just chilling. They were hanging out with us <laughs> later, so. Uh, it was fun. I had fun. I think the hard, the, the for real, the hardest part for me was when we had to, like, carry one of the guys out on the stretcher you know that was mm. tough man i was like oh my god we need to put this dude down <laughs>
3: <laughs> we <laughs> were already winded from you know yeah. i mean what was that like hour 3 or 4 or something like that after midnight was, well how far
0: yeah yeah how far did it go like when do we when do we start the after the training stuff did we start at like 10 yeah. or something like that 10 yeah. o'clock at Oh, night? we started like 10 at 9:30 9. something yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something so by like the time that. we were yeah. coming out with that guy, it was sometime after midnight, maybe like
3: mm-hmm.
0: twelve thirty or something like that in the morning. Yeah. So
3: Yeah, and and he was not a small guy. I've actually been no. there. Next time you guys need to carry actually... me.
0: Everyone needs to carry me through there. We'll see what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll see who's a badass. <laughs>
2: I've been the role player before too. I've been the role player for this type of stuff too. So Adam LaRoche, former MLB player, is the one with E3. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, Is the one who kind of hosts a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And and I've been in situations, and even for pro baseball players, like it it carried me one time. The same night, like it was pouring down rain, everything, and I'm getting. Mm -hmm on it, and the thing is just catching the rain like a funnel and i'm literally just sitting in this cold bathtub <laughs> but uh yeah yeah it's it's yeah. it's crazy oh and the jeep we drove was one of adams apparently and i had never driven this thing oh yeah that old you zombie had a good, apocalypse hang, let me tell you yeah yes yeah yes i'm driving at one point the, the uh uh the vent system didn't work so like it's it's raining so it's fogging up we can't see and we're the lead vehicle we're like trying to run up down the screen here and as we're driving at one point <laughs> the mirror fault, the rear view mirror literally fell off on us at one point and then we were right next to those pyros like i if i would have opened the door off or opened the door i'm pretty sure they would have gone off like yeah. in the vehicle yeah so they were setting off i did the same thing you did i jumped over it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna tell you uh, the forts, the people of Fort Scott. You people, God bless the people of Fort Scott. You guys, <laughs> you guys are way too nice to these Fort Scott munitions dudes. <laughs> they get away with way too much stuff, man.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know how you guys let them get away with all this stuff in this town because they are crazy. They're, they're, that that vehicle that you're talking, what was was that a Bronco? Was that like a? Uh, I old... think it was an old
2: bourbon. It's an old bourbon. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: It's an old suburban, and it's all um, it's all bedlined. It looks like a zombie apocalypse vehicle. It's like lifted, <laughs> bedlined. We couldn't even get the guy in there. Do you remember that? We could. The guy on the stretcher. They're like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, you gotta ca- carry him in. I was like, oh no, this we can't carry this dude into this thing.
2: What movie was that? Like Hot Shot or something that like that? It was an exact replay of that. I was cracking up when I saw that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was so ridiculous, and the whole t- and then we're just driving around the town, and like, I'm in a jeep with uh, with all this gear and stuff. I can't even like steer. We couldn't see either in that jeep, and then I was like, "Oh, these guys are crazy. They're gonna actually let me drive this jeep around this town." <laughs> you know, I-, I don't know. That was it. Was fun. It was fun. I gotta say, it was fun. Uh, big shout out. I see Vanessa Kitty's out there. Uh, Brian Quick says, "Rule number one of Zombieland cardio." Yeah, yeah. You got. And Cruise Man says the hardest part for Hank was everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and then we had to do training with Tonto the next day. That went for two days. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. So where 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 did you go when we were running? Hank? Oh, Where'd I you was. Go? Like, oh, Tonto. <laughs> so Tonto. So I did the first day training. I did all that stuff. The second day, I did most of the stuff. And then Tonto was like, you know, no, that's cool. No, I already talked about this. (laughs) Tonto was like, you know what, Hank? you you look like you've you've like, you know, you've been doing some crazy stuff all this time. Don't push yourself, you know, Uh, because I was I was really a little bit out of it. And then there were some other guys that were also, um, you know, a little bit out of it or injured or whatever. And then here's what here's what happened, Jesse. I'm not making this up. You can ask Ryan. I have proof of this. The guys from GOA said that they did not get a tour because Fort Fort Scott Munitions guys were more interested in torturing everyone with training than actually showing off the facilities – So the guys from GOA were going to get on a plane and they said, no, we didn't even like see the facilities. We didn't see the store. And I was like, oh, guess what? I'm (laughs) going to (laughs) volunteer to take you to the store. And then I got Ryan and I went with the GOA guys. I think it was uh, me. Jared
2: Giannis went too because he had pulled his hammy on day one.
0: Yeah. Oh, Guns and Gadget was – yeah, he was was messed up doing that uh, competition thing with you guys so i was like hey man this is a, this is like a perfect excuse right here we'll break it out so that's what we did jesse i'm not <laughs> i'm just asking i came you don't back have to get I, came, so I came back i came back at the end and helped you uh, helped uh load some ammo when you were running you <laughs> were looking true. good you were looking good jesse running up and down congratulations yeah, oh I, w- I was i was hurt that yeah, I, I was hurting. yeah i was hurting. yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i don't even know man how um that was it was it was fun it was some intense stuff out there so um mm. and there were a lot of cool folks out there you know um who was it? i think uh what was his name from tactical shit was there uh i think with tj his, yeah TJ, tj and that was was that tj's son that was with him from tactical shit also yep, alex uh, yeah yep. yeah <laughs> those two <are> funny <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah tj's tj's no joke man because i think he's older than me and he was out there the whole damn time kicking ass yeah yeah, yeah. he was killing it tj's he's- yeah he's he's great he's a monster because he goes to me one time he's like check this out i'm gonna go kick these young guys ass right here and i was like oh shit and then he went out there and did it and i was like damn man <laughs> yeah i don't know what he has for breakfast but <laughs> <laughs> he is no joke yeah. uh, who else was at this event who, that you guys can remember so we give everyone a proper shout out uh... Raiden
2: Langley with Langley Outdoors Academy mm-hmm. yeah. 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 yeah, Guns and Gadgets Jared Giannis yeah. um, let's see uh, you guys obviously uh, Guns Out TV mm-hmm. Guns Out TV um, guys so were there showing up off their gone. arms
0: yeah yeah. They were showing. Yep. Every day. Had, uh, yeah. Every, day. Yeah. Every day. Every day they were doing that. I think <laughs> I have pictures. Let me yeah. see if I can pull up some pictures. Um they were trying to, they said they kept pulling up their uh the sleeves of their arms because they were trying to uh they didn't want to get trucker arm. <laughs> They're like allergic. <laughs> they don't want to get trucker arms on their Go muscles. Farmer's tan. Farmer's hand, <laughs> yeah, what yeah, what yeah. Yeah, that thing. Um, so that's why they were doing that, but they were, yeah, see, hold on. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of those guys. Let me see if I can get this here. Boom. That's a picture of those guys with Tonto right there. Look, they didn't want to get, they were showing off the arms. Oh, they were, I can see what they're talking about. They were actually, I don't know what you could do. They were going to get it anyway. So there you go. Um, yeah. Who else? Who else? What's the list of everyone was there? GOA was there. Mm-hmm. I remember. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, the
2: sponsors were GOA, Daniel Defense, Daniel Defense, um, mm-hmm. uh, tactical stuff, and E3 Firearms, which is part of Tonto. Um, oh, okay. Um, and then obviously the five copper ticket winners themselves. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The f- okay. Actually, here's that picture that I have of everything. Let's see if we could pull the pictures up of everyone here. So they were all the guys. There's there's uh. TJ right there, Um, and then the guys that trained with Battleline. There you go. We're going through. There's me right here. Clint. Yeah, Clint is here from Classic. There's a whole. whole, There was a whole crew from Classic Firearms in there. Uh, (laughs) I'm not even looking at the camera. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Where are I'm trying to Oh there you go. Yeah. What are you doing? Jesse, I can't see you, man. You're <laughs> Yeah, this is in. just this is ju- yeah, right I, there. He's in. I had in. to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny was there from from uh Daniel Defense actually. Big shout out to Johnny. He's a cool dude. Um he is. Yeah. So there were it was it was uh it was cool, man. It was fun. Um here's some of the winners right here in the middle of some of the winners of the copper ticket thing. So
2: yeah, we got Michael, um, Anthony, Mm -hmm. um, let's see, uh, Rob and, Mm -hmm. oh man. is not it John? Uh, Um, yeah, I think so. Um, wait, Rob, Anthony. Yeah. Vanessa
0: Kitty says that, I got his, uh, Jesse was looking at something.
2: He's, he's, Virginia. Um, I'm, I'm on, blanking on his name. I got his face, though.
0: Um, oh, okay. For, yeah, uh, he'll come to me. Is that one of the winners you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a picture of me with Clint from Classic Firearms in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and Katie right there. And There's Katie kind of, there, too. <laughs> yeah, they were photobombing me uh, deliberately. Yep. <laughs> It was funny when we were in that store, there were customers that came in there at 9 o'clock for some reason. I don't know what the <laughs> hell, people. Why is that store even open? And then people were coming in there like, what the hell is happening? What do we – why are there all these dudes in that's here? Like, <laughs> uh-huh.
2: That's third shift manufacturing actually coming through.
0: Oh, okay. That was the, that was the folks who work over there. Yeah. 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 Pumping yeah. those bullets out. Yeah. It was fun. I don't have any shame that I, uh, that I dipped out there. I was working. I was working. That's what I know. Yeah. I kept it official, yeah. Jesse. That's good. They were still it was still cardio. We uh <laughs> <laughs> No We yeah. had to get out of the car and walk around. <laughs> I'm trying to say it with a Yeah that face. that running day was rough. No that, that running felt- day was rough. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking, on your YouTube, there's a video, let me see, where is it? I'm going to pull up your YouTube channel. There's a video of you running, uh, I was looking at it today, there was a video on your YouTube channel of you doing it, but I'm having a really tough time pulling up stuff here. Um, Let me see, knuckle down dynamics, I'm going to bring it up and show everyone. Okay, but listen, we're also in Gorn, so we got to start showing some guns and then we'll even let the Gorn run over into the next thing. So who wants to go first while... While I'm, uh, oh crap, I hit the button and reset the Gorn, so that's crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, who wants to show? Oh, did I lose you guys? Okay. Oh, what? Oh crap. Oh no. Oh. Hey, sorry guys, I think for some reason I lost you guys here. Let me see um are we back I, uh, I don't know if we're back i hope we're back my my uh, computer is doing some weird stuff so i'm not sure if we're still if we're still feeding out to, to people out there let me know because the, some something crazy just happened here and i just lost my internet thing that i was on and i don't really know why i don't really know why um see yeah uh, I might lose you guys again here too let me see if I could uh, figure out exactly what's going on here uh, or we'll just we'll just let it go we'll just let it go for a second here yeah th- who, who's who got some gorn they want to show off right now yeah so
2: I got um I can pull up that Daniel offense from the uh, you trying to go to the guns you said
0: yeah yeah let's let's show yes show some uh daniel defense stuff that's cool
2: so we got the giveaway gun here that we're running
0: very cool well, what daniel defense is that
2: d d m four v seven it's a five five six um sixteen inch yeah DDM four
0: V seven. So. Okay, very cool. And uh, we should pr- I should probably pull up something of the giveaway official. I'll probably uh, bring that up. It's weird. I'm not even on all my up. normal. I'm not on my normal internet thing, but we're able to do. It. What's that? <laughs> so show all the stuff. There's ten. Like tell everyone about this giveaway, Ryan. I'll let you. I'll let you go for that right now.
2: Yeah. So we uh, followed that copper ticket event up with um, kind of a sponsors deal where they. Are all participated in a big email giveaway. So it's an email sign up giveaway, no purchase necessary. Um, just sign up with your email. But basically, Daniel Defense is throwing in um, the mags, the DDM4 V7. It's it's a, essentially a $10,000 value once you get everything in. Um, you get a signed copy of 13 hours, and it's like the special edition mm-hmm. from Tonto. And then some, some of his swag, some of his signed shirts, and he threw in a Vortex. Um, venom. Oh, cool. See, five three five by. Um, yeah, we see it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, we're throwing in two hundred rounds here of, or sorry, not two hundred, a uh, thousand rounds, two cases, um, of our TUI ammo, and we have. Hang on, hang on, Hank. Let me get you here. Got yeah. your patches. So here we go.
0: Yeah. So there's going to be a, there is actually a link that you guys can go to um, and fill out this form here. And that's how you get into this giveaway for anyone who wants to know. I think Lolo will probably put that in the in the chat in the uh, in the description or something like that. So everyone can go there. I think it's going till June 30th, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Through the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's even like another Tonto threw in another training day course. Um mm-hmm. GOA threw in a life membership and some signed uh books and swag. All the companies threw swag in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a pretty nice setup. Daniel Fence, mm-hmm. I think, has another hundred dollar gift certificate to their store. We're throwing in a hundred bucks to our store. Mm-hmm. Um it, yeah, it it adds it's adding up big.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Jesse, did you have something that you wanted to show? I'm actually going to do the break and then we'll come back into that. Let me see if I can make this break thing yeah. happen. Yeah, go ahead. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like ArmsList okay so jesse what did you have i don't know we should hopefully we'll get ryan back in here we we oh here we go yeah. i think he's dialing in now yeah go for it man what you got
3: oh uh, i got a mark 18 build here this is what i used at the uh event okay um uh, we've got a surefire dead air can on it, or sorry surefire dead air <laughs> it's a dead air yeah it's a dead air uh sandman k uh, yeah, this is this is by far my favorite rifle that I run. So,
0: um, Mark, okay, so that's like, uh, explain the Mark 18.
3: Yeah, it's basically a uh, clone build of Daniel Defense's Mark 18. So, okay. this is their rail, uh, mm-hmm. but everything else is just a hodgepodge of parts that I've uh, put together over the years. Very
0: cool, very badass, uh, you know. So, you, did you use that? You used that for the whole, um, the whole thing at the end where we were doing rifles, right? Or the whole rifle part of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Very nice. All right, cool. Um, and here, here's something that. Uh, and I think that Daniel Defense just came out with a new version of this. So, the, um, I believe that they did, but this is my DDM4 ISR. That's what I'm going to show off here to everyone. It's the only mm-hmm. Daniel Defense that I own. It is a 300 blackout integrally suppressed. Nice. And, uh, yeah. You know. um, Yeah, my first, uh, my first integrally suppressed, uh, rifle here, so I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm pretty proud of it, you know. Bought it with my own money! So... I like the AACS on there. The primary arms? Um, yes, this is, uh, let me see, which one is it, uh, yeah, um, I think this is the uh, 300. Uh, it's for the. It's let me see. Hold on. It's I think it's the the 762 by 39. So 300 back blackout slash 762 by 39 ACSS. That's what's on there. Uh, I've had that for a while, and uh, I've got some wrap on there because I'll tell you what this uh, integrally suppressed barrel gets really, really, really hot. Very hot. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, everything else I think is pretty much um, as I bought it, so I don't think there's any like major. There's no. There's no real modifications to this. I don't think so. Very cool. And and uh, I have another 300 blackout that's integrally suppressed, and this one. But you know, Daniel Defense. There you go. I think we mm-hmm. all show Daniel Defense rifles right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> I tried to I try to jack one of the Daniel Defense rifles at this uh training thing, but they wouldn't you know, Johnny was real tight, man. He wouldn't let me walk. No, out. he is Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he double checked everything or triple checked everything after after I was looking yeah, he did. at those guns. Yeah. So um yeah, so let's see. Do you want to get back into some more details? I know we we kind of like lost everything here when we were talking about uh, the giveaway. Do you want to get back into those details, Ryan, and tell people where they can go to to get the giveaway going?
2: Yeah, so forcegatmunitions.com. Um, we got it on our homepage. It's one of the blow-ups, or one of the uh, hero images. But uh, basically, click on there, get signed up, and and that's all it takes. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, I think I covered most of the other thing, uh, the the items in it. Um, I'm sure I forgot something here, but E3 is throwing in a lifetime membership too to their firearms uh, mm-hmm. um, firearms membership. Um, GOA is I'm trying to think.
0: Yeah, Lola but, just put a um, link in there under my name. So if you look for in the in the uh, comment section uh, on. Here on U-treon, uh there's a link directly to it, but I think it's also in the in the description for you guys. So yeah, you know, there you yeah, go. Nice. Yeah, and you can win some very expensive uh, Hang strange patches that Ryan was showing there. Those patches are like a thousand dollars each. Really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Should have bumped that giveaway up to eleven thousand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff uh, in the giveaway. So go to. Go to Fort Scott on uh, Instagram or Facebook or anywhere that you guys want to, and you're actually gonna find all the info for that if if you're looking for it. So, um, and then is there stuff? Is there as part of this thing? Is there stuff where people could get like extra entries, or is it just one entry? How's that working?
2: Um, yeah, I, th- I believe it's just one entry at this point. Um, or uh, keeping it simple. But okay.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just this form that I'm showing here, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, So you just go there, you fill it out one time. So, yeah. Are Jesse and I, uh, are we eligible for this or are we disqualified?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how many people who are like within the ties of everything are asking that question because they don't want it to. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, there's no way. I mean, yeah, I couldn't do it. Go ahead. I had my wife sign up. Oh, there you go. That's, yeah,
2: your wife is you totally in You be eligible. the first. Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, yeah. and if you, whoever wins it, and if, uh, if there's some, the firearms courses from Battle Line, I'll probably be there, so you'll get to,
0: you know, yeah, we'll shoot absolutely. together. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I take, I wouldn't take that from another person out there. I wouldn't really want to win it, you know. That's not cool. That's not cool. People. You can will come out me. here anytime, Hank. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I. Uh, you know, I'm not past making up some uh, names, though. I don't know if. Uh, well, I guess it's, no. At some point, this guns involved here. You're gonna have to do a background <laughs> check. So, yeah. Yeah, you can't actually get away with that.
3: <laughs> I can see it all unraveling in the office right now. Ryan goes in there and goes, Jeff Goldbrum won this thing but for some reason the ffl is requesting hank strange yeah
0: <laughs> i was gonna be like yeah you know jeff was here man he just told yeah. he just wants it to come over here to me. Yeah, <laughs>
2: he's, he's from cali he couldn't ship the gun there yeah, so. yeah, yeah he's in cali exactly
0: yeah i'm his proxy uh lola yeah. wants to know um how many winners will there be is there just one winner that's getting everything or are you guys splitting it up oh uh, it's one grand winner or
2: yeah gets it gets the whole shebang. So. Okay. Oh, that. Like yeah.
0: yeah. That's, so. that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me see if we can get some uh, more graphic stuff up there. I'm going to try to go to the, uh, to the Fort Scott, uh, Instagram here and see if I can pull it up
2: and I can send you that Google drive folder with all that content too, if you want.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, how many, you know what, uh, yeah, so when people are going to Fort Scott, is there still, I know in the past you guys were having some issues with someone out there using uh, Fort Scott munitions, is it, are you still having that problem, or?
2: We are, and we're having a real hard time fighting that, it's it's fortscottmunitions.org, so that's okay. the fraudulent website, um, and they've got fake, am- it's a scam, we've had our lawyers trying to look into it and, and fight it for, uh, I mean, we're, we're. Yeah, it's a p- big pain in our side because we get calls in the store all the time. People are getting, you know. Yeah, I just saw it on there. So
0: yeah, I just saw it. Up. I just saw it there. So you guys can go though to Instagram and find it, and um, you know, you can you can find the links and all that through Instagram. I was just looking at it, and at first it was showing me like another thing, and I was like, "There's no way this can't this can't be these guys." So just look out for that mm-hmm. when when you're uh, doing all this stuff. But let me see here. I think I've got everything loaded. I could show you guys. I could go through this uh, this giveaway. It's from oh, yeah. May thirty first yeah. to June thirtieth. Um. So there you go. What's this lifetime membership with E three Firearms Association mean? So
2: E three Firearms uh, Chris Tonto Pronto is part owner of it, mm. um, and they started it started as E three Camping, and they have they're really big in the Overland world. Okay. um and they have memberships and different like their members get exclusive deals to things they get uh, like cool. it's, it's behind the scenes subscription things where they have uh just a whole variety package of offerings that's really cool and now they're getting into the firearm side of it too
0: okay um, oh very cool okay um yes, i'm exactly. into overlanding yeah and so here's the uh daniel defense ddm4 v7 black uh, so there you go. And a DD Mag 12 pack and a $100 gift certificate. That's right there. Some tactical shit plate carrier body armor. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. And um, obviously ammo, a thousand rounds of 223 uh, and a $100 gift card from you guys. <laughs> and then you were showing the Vortex Venom and uh, the two day course with Tonto and the swag and everything signed by Tonto. And of course the patches. Which you just showed, (laughs) which you just showed there. So I don't think it's that particular. Did Lola send you a different patch?
2: Uh, those are the ones we got.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, There's several in there, but yeah, and we are. Yeah. Yeah, this is the hell in the handbasket patch, I think.
2: It is uh,
0: for anyone who. Yeah. So I don't have one here, but if you can, you can show that again for people who anyone who wants to see it. I got you. Yeah.
2: So let's see
0: right there.
1: It's a cool patcher.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's the one that says 2020 was hell in a handbasket. But but the hell in the handbasket has continued. I know that's like a couple of years ago, man. Yes. We're, we're never getting but, out of the freaking handbasket. Right. Okay. Yeah, what's uh, that? What's What were you showing So that's,
2: that's one of our copper ticket patches. We were throwing in some of those too. So okay. Um, so since this is a, a continuation of that event, mm-hmm. um, there'll be some of that swag from the event too. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, And so, yeah. Um, Jesse, I don't think we ever got into this. So this is probably as good a time as any other. What's your background here? Like what, um, you know, what training stuff have you done before, you know, before you got into training and everything?
3: Yeah, a lot of it. um, Well, from the very beginning, uh, I'm a civilian. I've never served or anything. Um, I just saw some dudes on the internet and was like, man, that's pretty cool that they're that prepared and equipped for, uh, to protect themselves and their family. And, uh, so I just dove off into it and, uh, I've only been, I, I have, I've only been around people. Um, I haven't been to a ton of classes. Um, a lot of it was me watching people and just teaching myself, um, to do everything and i've learned i learned about dry fire and started doing that and i did that for a long time and uh here we are mm-hmm. this is where we're at now oh. oh okay
0: yeah i mean i don't think uh you know there's there's it, to me it's not like a prerequisite that you be in the military or law enforcement before you do this kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. um i think it's i'm sure you do a lot of training and all that kind of stuff and you know you're if you put the time in and then you have an aptitude to do this kind of stuff, I think that's mm-hmm. the really important part of it. So,
3: Yeah, my, my, my biggest goal right now is to transfer that knowledge over to other citizens, anyone really, but I want people to understand that you're a U.S. citizen, um, you can be prepared and you should be, um, and I think it's very important. I don't want people to look down upon themselves because they are civilian. Uh, you, can, you have more time to train. And, uh, you have a lot more, uh, openly like resources to do things. So, um, it's, uh, I think it's super important for civilians to be performing at an extremely high level. Um, especially cause we're, we're U S citizens. Mm-hmm. We got, we got to own up. So that, I mean, that's, that's, we're the epitome of the second amendment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, you know, I think is that, do you, uh, I I think you have the similar kind of background, right Ryan? You you never um you never were in the military or anything like that, were you?
2: No, I wasn't either. I'm a civilian, um very mm. passionate about firearms. I've got um uh, some patents and stuff I've been working on which actually is what built uh, um the relationship with the other Ryan, um mm. and got got me musician into the position here, so very mm. passionate about it and, and our rights especially. I grew up overseas where um, in Europe where the liberties that we have here, um, don't exist. So, um, it's very important to me that we preserve those and and are involved and engaged in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if, uh, I don't know, in my opinion, if you're going to just leave it up to people in the government, regardless of who it is, if it's like, if you're going to leave your own security (laughs) up to just the cops and the government and whoever and however they want to do it, then, you know. Um, yep. You're in big Look trouble. At yeah. Look yeah. 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 Brian Quick says, shooting a gun well isn't magical. So there you go. Um, and then yep. Armin and Axis says, most people that have been in the military are not gun trained experts. Yeah. Not everyone specializes in handling guns yep. when they go into the military.
1: So, yep, Yeah.
0: And a lot of folks go into the military, but don't ever get into that. And then afterwards get more into it. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to go about it here. So. Um, everyone's joking around about how they're going to enter under a fake name. Don't actually do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't don't do it. (laughs) Someone put Hank Hill. Someone put, I'm going to put first name, last name. Is the first name, last name. Yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) These these guys are going to probably skip you right over, you know, and Lola wants to know. We dealt with a lot of that. (laughs) Go ahead.
2: I'm sorry, Hank, man. Um, no, you're good, the you're lane good. Lane is go terrible, for it. But, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Um, we
2: dealt with a lot of that for the extra copper ticket entries and stuff too. It was pretty funny. Yeah. For the, the event itself that where we had the five winners.
0: Okay, yeah, I could imagine. Um Yeah, Lola is trying to find out what did Jesse start his training to shoot with. I think you did go over it a little bit, but you can um definitely uh Oh, what, where, uh, like what resources I started with, like who I was watching and stuff. No, I think I'm I'm assuming here she wants to know what firearm. Oh, what firearm?
3: So I my first uh, pistol was a Springfield Armory XD, mm-hmm. um, and it was it worked really good at the time. And then I moved on to the Glock platform. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to a point where I had a ton of Glocks and I couldn't shoot any of them really well. So I sold all of them (laughs) and uh, I got into just one single Glock 19. And then I found Shadow Systems and uh, I've been running Shadows ever since. I'm a sponsor shooter for Shadow Systems Mm -hmm. Um, and their guns are phenomenal. I've shot thousands and thousands of rounds of their guns. Um, But yeah, I use a, a Shadow Systems MR920L currently for my handgun. Oh okay. Which is this guy So this is what you carry every day. Yeah, this is what I carry every day. It's a 19 size frame with a 17 yeah. link slide Just and all of bit. Shadow Systems.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh cool. Okay.
3: All of their components um they don't buy anything, they manufacture it all in-house. So it is a complete manufactured gun from Shadow, which is pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do that nowadays, so. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you carry every day, Ryan, while we're on the while we're on the subject of that. Is Ryan it's an still on yeah. <laughs> It's a uh Abomination. Okay. Yep. Why? Why do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shy, what polymer is it? Palmer
2: Frame nineteen eleven. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Palmer Frame nineteen eleven. Yeah, there. what's
0: wrong? There's nothing wrong with that. So Yeah. So you just like a 1911 well, you know,
2: you guy? You get 1911,
0: and then you get Paul hmm
2: I do. I really like. I've tried. I've tried going like with p P365 and stuff, but mm-hmm. my hands and I fumble it coming out, and I really like having a solid grip when I come out of the the draw and stuff.
0: So okay, yeah, I really like that full size. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a
2: commander size, I guess.
0: But right, yeah. Um, yeah. Night train says Shadow Systems will replace any system, uh, any pistol. That is confiscated by the police if it is a legit defensive shooting um so yes that is correct mm -hmm. yeah yeah and uh lola's just asking a bunch of questions here like uh so she wants to know what you compete in is it pistol rifle shotgun i'm assuming it's all of those but you can definitely cover that and then she wants to know what was the optic or something like that that you just had on that handgun
3: Yeah, uh, I started out doing USPSA and I started out with uh, just pistol and then I got into the the rifle stuff too. Um, I tried to hit that super hard for quite a while, for a year or two, Um, but now that, you know, uh, I I see more USPSA um, as a training tool and not an every weekend type thing, Um, I think it's good to go and get yourself, um, put some pressure on and and test yourself and see where you're at. But I, I, for me, I just, uh, I don't have the time to go every other weekend and, uh, you know, do that kind of stuff. Uh, But, you know, that may not be like everybody else somebody else may love it and do that all the time. Um, Just my local USPSA that their view on guns and stuff, it's more of a sport. So it's really hard um, when I show up in my gear and stuff, you get a bunch of funny looks. But uh, it's a it's. Yeah. It's uh, but we got to influence our local community, and that mm-hmm. that's why we still try to go to them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the optic I have on is just a Trigicon. Um, I've actually had this Trigicon for, I think, six years now.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So that that optic has a lot a lot of rounds through it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's a, you know, that's good information to get here. Um, okay, so Armit and Axis is also harassing me to show off some stuff that he sent in, in the in the uh, garn category. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions, secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider or tusk t-u-s-c all right yeah so like i just said uh, getting a whole bunch of different <laughs> there's a whole bunch of different requests coming through here at the same time from everyone but yeah let's show off this is from armament and axis this is his mmp pro series right there that he that he just got so he's nice. showing that off for gorn uh congratulations to you armament and axes out there mm-hmm. i hope you're happy now we should i showed it off there you go and um let's see what else there is in there? There was some. Oh, you know what? I had while we were talking about all this stuff. I actually lately I have really gotten into um, Walther, and they sponsor they sponsor the podcast, which they have for a long time, but they've never ever put any pressure on me to like carry a Walther or anything like that. But I do. I, I uh, carry a PPS M2, um, mm. but this is what I use when we were out there training. This is the uh, PDP. From Walther. And that's what I brought nice, out there with nice. me and that's what I was using the whole time. And it was great. You know, I really enjoyed it. I actually um brought my uh my older PPQ as my backup, but I didn't nice. really I didn't really have to go to it. So there you go. And this stuff and the, the PDP works great with the Fort Scott munitions. So that's also that's good info for you guys that's to know to out there. Yeah, it is. Actually, my my, uh, my, PP, my, um, my PPS, my M2, does not, believe it or not. So I don't, you know. I don't know if you were there when I went through that whole thing, Ryan. But the, you know, like the Fort Scott munitions 9mm is very pointy. And the PPS, yeah. the ramp, is like split for some crazy reason. There's like a little gap there. And that pointy stuff gets caught on that gap all the time. So I don't actually run Fort Scott Munitions in that, but it works. It works great in the PDP. Yeah, we've heard that from other like some of those. You're not the only one who, who said that. Yeah,
2: um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I was around for that, like you said, but yeah, I've heard the yeah. same thing.
0: I mean, it happens. Like I, I think I said that earlier. You know, not everything works in everything, so you really have to uh, right. go through whatever you're going to use, especially defensively. It, you know, from time to time, you need to actually get out there and test whatever it is you're going to carry and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. be aware of that when you're carrying. Absolutely. So, you know, and I definitely like I went through and tested all kinds of of ammo and it does. You know, we did a bunch of things uh, uh, to the gun to try to make it work better. It's just like if something's not 100 percent, I'm not necessarily going to carry that, you know. So that's just that's just how that works. But it's really it works really great. That's why I brought the PDP with me. I wanted to like shoot as much Fort Scott munitions 9mm as possible and test it out. So, you know.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting me do that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what the round count was, but I'm sh- What do you think the round count was, Jesse, when we were doing that uh the handgun stuff? Oh man. Um do you have any idea what you I... put through yours? Or do you, do you know, yeah, does Ryan, do you have any idea? Like how much ammo did you guys for everyone out there?
2: We accounted for 500 rounds, rifle and pistol each. So a thousand rounds per person. Mm -hmm. Um, and we came back with, um, so that would be, let's see, there were 18 participants. I could do the math on that real quick. Mm -hmm. 18%, so that's 18,000 rounds if we are doing rifle and pistol. Mm -hmm. Um, and we came back uh, four cases of each. So 4,000. So I guess 14,000 rounds. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. So yeah. it was, so it it was close pretty to good. rounds each. Uh, yeah.
1: I'd, say, I'd say a good 400 rounds each.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I know Jesse was using – I was using the PDP. Jesse was using the shadow systems out there. And I know I saw some Glocks. I'm trying to think of what uh, – because everyone had like lots uh, of different – yeah, twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
3: guns out. TV guys had the twenty elevens. Oh,
0: of course.
3: <laughs> they they were not only they were not only flexing
0: on us, but they were flexing oh my on God. us. <laughs> yeah, 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 those guys are ridiculous, man. You're right. We, we need to get them back on the show. They're so funny. They're, uh, they are. They are. hilarious. Yeah, man. They're, yes, they're great they guys. Are. I'm trying to think. One of the guys that won Clint the Clint had, had an M7 or M17. What what was it that Clint had?
2: The the M seventeen this Sig,
0: oh okay right
2: isn't that the M seventeen?
0: Is, yeah. is that right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think. There was uh, there was one of the guys that won that had something that was a little different. I'm trying to remember what it was that that guy had. Didn't he um, have a Beretta? Was it a Beretta? Oh, I think that's so. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there was yeah. some, you know, and every and I don't think anyone had any issues out there with anything. So, yeah. Um that was pretty cool. Let's see. Uh I'm just trying to see if I'm getting all the uh different comments and stuff like that in here. So, all right. Um Yeah, so what what does uh what what do you guys have like on your radar so far as all this stuff going on? I'm trying to see what okay. Yeah what do you guys have on your radar so far as the gun world right now? Like, what are you all looking at? What are mm-hmm. things that you're following? You know, do you guys follow this politics and all that? Yeah. For I'm, me, I'm a little bit behind. Kinda,
3: yeah, I'm, mm-hmm, sorry. yeah. It's overwhelming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you for that. I know a lot of gun guys kind of are following it, but not trying to get super caught up in it because it kind of like grinds your, your nerves down and all that kind of stuff and you know so um you were gonna say something ryan go ahead
2: yeah I'm sorry jesse man this lag is killing me but yeah, no yeah. I, i'm a little bit behind um news wise with everything else going on but i've been trying to stay you know i'm a couple of days behind but other than that i've been following it closely um I, to me i'm I think this is important in fighting in that arena as it is, in, you know, the the physical actually going out and shooting, you know, because mm-hmm. if we lose it, it's going to be hard to maintain, you know, yeah. keep doing this.
0: Yeah. I mean, nowadays, those guys out there pretty much are going for everything. And it's man, it's just disheartening yeah. when you when you see like what even Republicans are doing out there. So the compromising that you're seeing happening in the Senate, hopefully it doesn't happen in the House. But it's definitely happening in the Senate, and they're pushing through red flags and a whole bunch of other things, which we already have. The weird thing about what's happening here is we have all these laws already, unfortunately, and they're already not doing anything. So now we're going to layer that. You know, There's states that have stuff, and then there's already federal stuff. Now we're going to put in extra layers there to make things complicated. Um, I would really encourage folks, even though it is – yeah, even though even though it's um, you know it's it's a tough deal, right? It's it grinds on your nerves and all that to keep up with all this stuff. You really do want to keep the pressure on the politicians, especially the ones that represent you. Like I'm in Florida, you know, Jesse, you're you're in Missouri, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and in Kansas, um, you know, to to let them know that we're really. I know I'm not going to support any politicians out there that uh, vote for this stuff and put and and you know, put any of this into law.
3: GOA makes this really easy to contact those people too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They do a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah. And they are true. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, I think that, you know, and I saw, I saw the guns out TV guys uh, talking about that, right. That, you know, um, you With GOA, you could just you sign up for GOA. They can send you stuff. They can send you forms and all that and help you out when you're communicating with these guys, whether you're calling them, sending them emails, and all of that. We really just have to keep up the pressure. Um, are any of you following what's happening with the Supreme Court when it comes to this? I know there's supposed to be a decision coming out from the Supreme Court here before they wrap up. I haven't heard. Okay. I haven't, make, I haven't met I'm anyone. I'm behind on that one, it. too.
1: I'm not at yeah. the speed.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, there's uh the I think is it uh the New York Pistol and Rifle Club has a case that the Supreme Court has been looking at. They really haven't taken up any second amendment things in a while. But this is right. one that is on the docket and then I think they're closing out in the next week or so. And so right now everyone is waiting. Of course, the big one that's in the news is uh Roe v. Wade, right? that 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 decision leaked but the other one that's expected to affect us in the gun world is the uh is this new york case uh when it comes to uh the second amendment so and i think that we're we're going to get a positive result out of it hopefully i don't know hopefully the supreme court's (laughs) not intimidated you know um into not supporting the second amendment or not uh shoring up the second amendment but you know that's uh, Forty-two chilled says that uh, it's a car- it's related to carry in New York City. You know that's one of the most difficult places to to get a, a carry permit in New York City. And there's several things that came up, but this particular one, the Supreme Court, I think, is going to put a decision out on it. So that's a big deal. When you guys hear that one come out, that's a big deal to look at. And uh, all the tea leaves say that that's going to be positive for us. But you know, I hope, yeah, it's Good. kind of it's kind of <laughs> weird, and it's kind of weird in all the stuff that's going on. What's that, Ryan? Right. Yeah,
2: uh, I was just agreeing with you. It's it's hard to have confidence in it. Um, I hope for the best, but yeah,
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, have you guys seen in your states like uh, your states doing things to shore up the Second Amendment? You know what? What do you guys see happening there? So I'll, I'll start with Jesse. Like, what do you what do you see happening in uh, Missouri in well, that regards? Well, uh,
3: here in the recent years, we've got constitutional carry now. Um, Missouri has also done where uh, they the local departments and state are not going to be uh, like counties and stuff. It's basically saying that they're not going to be able to help uh, any federal agencies in investigations. So that's kind of a step towards, uh, uh, you know not listening to the federal government's stupid gun laws and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's basically just like a protection law. It's just going to keep all the, our, our our local people in our states and stuff, uh, whether that's state, uh, county, or city, um, they're just – and they're keeping them uh, from working together. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. It's not allowing the ATF or a federal government agency to come in and require um, their – you know, to work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's even, you know, Missouri said that they would take them to court over it if uh, ATF or whoever oversteps on that. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And I may be butchering some of that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really a law lingo guy, but uh, right. yeah, I mean, it's a step forward to preserving uh second amendment. I know there's been talk of, uh, you know, suppressors, uh, even full auto stuff. They're just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. we're trying to Build back the, the the Second Amendment instead of
0: just letting it kind of float away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely encouraging to see that happening in states around the country where they're uh, coming up with um, you know like Second Amendment sanctuaries, etc. You know, uh, not necessarily all of them have teeth. Like what you're saying, you know, you really need to put stuff in there that if the Fed tries to, you know, federal government tries to come in there and do things the state is going to protect the citizens of that state, you know, and not cooperate yep. with arresting people or taking folks' <laughs> rights away and all that stuff. So, um, it's good to, it's good to see a lot of that going on out here. Some states like Florida, I'm in Florida and we've actually taken steps backwards, you know, and, mm. uh, we don't have constitutional carry here. Mm. You know, we've been trying to push that through. So, um, you know, it's something I think it's, it's really important for everyone to keep an eye on what's going on in their States. And even in their counties, it's important to make sure that, you know, who's your local sheriff. Cause when the rubber meets the road on a lot of this stuff, who's your sheriff is going to make a big deal. Yeah. Right. It's going to make that's, a big difference. That's huge. Yeah. That's a huge point. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of things that these, I'm not saying that the federal government won't try to come in and do stuff without notifying your, your sheriff, but, um, cause I'm sure, sh- I'm sure they'll, you know, try to pull all kinds of things on people. So one of the other things that I've seen when I, when I talk to people around the country is that, um, and, it, and I think this w- came out in back in May, I think that was it the truth about guns had an article talking about how the Biden administration has really pushed the ATF to revoke a lot of FFLs that are out there, you know? And I'm actually seeing that happening that, you know, when they go in to do inspections and things like that, if they find infractions that in the past they would have had an opportunity to clean that up, they're just, re- you know, or try- they're trying to revoke a lot of uh, folks' licenses out there. And I know a few people who have actually lost it. All that kind of stuff is disheartening, I think, to hear. I don't know if you guys have heard any of that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I've heard a lot of that too, Hank. Um- mm-hmm especially on the FFLs and getting dinged and, um, on the store mm-hmm. side, we've taken you know precautions to, uh mitigate some of that stuff. But yeah, we're, we're, we've been keeping an eye on that also.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jesse, have you, um, heard anything like that? Have you seen like any local stores having those kinds of issues?
3: No, not around here. I really haven't.
0: Uh, I've mm-hmm. just seen stuff on the internet around here. I've not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of it go into, like, even I was talking to a friend of mine in Kentucky, and he said that, like, his store, uh, the ATF was giving them a tough time, you know, and uh, trying to revoke their license. There's all these these weird things happening, you know, so it's just one of these things that I 100% understand people not wanting to get burnt out on this. Because I think now we've been going through this stuff almost nonstop for several years, you know. Um, even through the Trump times, we were going through it. And I think there's a lot of folks out there that think, you know, hey, th- these are some, we we had some opportunities when the Republicans had a super majority to clear up a lot of stuff and they, they, they didn't do it. And now we're just looking at all this and, you know, um, yeah, it's, I, I get it. I know it's frustrating for folks out there. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Um, so my buddy, my buddy ahead. just
3: texted me here. I didn't know this, but uh, even in you know, Missouri, we're, I consider Missouri more of a pro guns, like a pro second amendment state than most. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I guess our Senator Roy Blunt actually voted in favor of red flag laws. So you see, even though we have all this stuff going on, it's been going good for years. I mean, stuff can change like that. And that's why, you know, GOA and stuff like that. i they're on top of stuff like that. And it'd be able to put, like you said earlier, just put pressure on them and stuff. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, it's tough, man. It's weird when, you know, it's not just us trying to keep watch over the left and what they're up to. There's plenty of folks on the right, plenty of Republicans. I think there were 10 Republicans around the country that, um, you know, that signed on to this already. There's others who have signed on, but, you know, they're not putting their names out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think Blunt was one of yeah. those names that I heard. I'm trying to pull up the list. But I'm trying also not to kill my internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any other problems. But I know those lists are out there. Like GOA has that stuff out there. Go ahead, go ahead, um, go ahead, Ryan. I think you were going to say something.
2: Uh, um, yeah, in Kansas, we've uh, it's very very much like Missouri on the state level to where mm-hmm. they've done a really good job of securing rights. Like we can actually, there's a gray area where we can actually manufacture suppressors and stuff like that in state Mm -hmm. and as long as it stays within the state lines but there's actually a case where we had a couple guys go to jail because then like you're saying they didn't protect the guy then when the feds came in because some customer bought one within the state took it across state lines Mm -hmm. um one of those deals and and then they came after the manufacturers of it and and they weren't protected from the feds Um, yeah yeah we've got We've got I mean and that's place, a tough one so right? Technically, that's, We're yeah. sitting in a good spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see uh 42 chilled uh put it up here, but I I also pulled this up from uh GOA. So this is uh this is from um, you know, Eric from Eric at GOA. It says uh this is our do or die moment. It was announced over the weekend that a gun control compromise quote unquote has reached 60 votes in the Senate giving it a filibuster proof majority while the bill is still being drafted. Here are some of the provisions the framework calls for federal dollars to bribe state uh, legislatures into enacting red flag gun confiscation laws, Uh, delayed and expanded background checks for citizens under 21 years old, FFL definition changes, which could be a backdoor way to universal background registration checks, establish new federal offenses related to uh, so-called gun trafficking that could inadvertently be applied to you, making you a felon. And then here are ten Republicans who have agreed to tear apart the Second Amendment, as well as other uh, parts of the Constitution. That's me adding that in there. But um, So it's John uh, Cornyn, Tom Tillis, Roy Blunt. So John Cornyn is Texas, Tom Tillis is North Carolina, Roy Blunt, Missouri, Richard Burr, North Carolina, Bill Cassidy, Louisiana Susan Collins uh, Maine Lindsey Graham South Carolina Rob Portman Ohio Mitt Romney Utah Pat Toomey Pennsylvania so there you go that's uh yeah and I know a lot of people have seen that and I and I see some folks uh, talking about that so that's from GOA if you if you sign up for GOA you can get all these alerts and stuff like that and um, you know these guys will keep you informed of what's going on and that was from Eric Pratt At GOA, who's the... The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran owned and with over 20 years experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2Acommerce.com. All right, yeah, I missed that again. My apologies for that. Uh, I was caught up in uh, reading that thing. I didn't see the time count going on um and then night train says you can add the turtle mitch mcconnell to the list um and 42 chilled says so long as we can pressure just one senator on that list to walk away from this assault on our second amendment rights the bill can be filibustered and ripped to pieces and uh yeah i think definitely these republicans it's all on public record here um you know they, they need to hear from the people that they're supposed to represent and what those people you know think about what they're getting up to so um uh, yeah i don't know if any either one of you guys wanted to comment um (laughs) yeah go for it ryan go for it i know you got the delay yeah
1: Yeah. it's -hmm. it's yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah so it's not you know what it's not the fun stuff it's not the fun stuff to talk about you know what i mean it's it's uh kinda disappointing that uh you know that we're here looking at all these things. Uh and it's not over. I would I would caution people it's not over. That's like you know, if you if you ever watch that video on I'm um, just a bill on Capitol Hill. Anyone watch that video? Was that It's been uh, a while. Yeah. Was that was that in Sesame Street? What was that in? Uh, that was in some old TV mm. show. Yeah. How yeah. they make how they make the sausage. Just- Go ahead. Go ahead, Jesse. Was, was, wasn't was there something like
3: that in like uh, School of Rock or whatever?
0: I think that's what it was. School of Rock. Yeah. I think that's where it came from. So the whole process of getting this, you know, uh, making this actually get to law, something that gets to the president's uh, desk and gets signed <laughs> into law, it's a little bit more uh, complicated than that, you know, and it's going to go it's going to go through from the Senate to the to the House You know, and it's going to be a completely different story there, I think. And that's probably our best opportunity to stop it. But it's just interesting how all this how all this stuff happens. Um, It's also interesting to see that, uh, for example, I think I was hearing tonight before we came on the show here that um, there was an overwhelming majority to to pass a law to beef up the security for the Supreme Court. Um, you guys probably haven't seen that. Christ. Yeah. Now the weird thing about this, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm against that, but the weird thing about it is that, you know, recently, um, who was it? Kavanaugh. There was a guy they arrested that actually went all the way to Maryland to, uh, his, his plan was to take out Kavanaugh. Right. Mm-hmm and yep. that that wasn't successful and and the 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 members of the Supreme Court already have guards and all that kind of stuff around yeah. the clock. They've got armed people securing them. But it's interesting to me how quickly they can push stuff through for the Supreme Court, you know, and they could push stuff through for themselves and yeah. all that, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, rules for thee but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, you know, it's an interesting situation. Yeah. What we're fa- yeah. what we're facing no, right s- now. Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry, Hank, man. This is terrible. <laughs> I, we'll get our internet fixed here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Go for it, man. I'll let you. I'll let you say something.
2: Yeah, as, I was just kind of piggybacking on what you're saying with. Um, it, it, I went to DC a couple of weeks ago for uh, some lobbying on some other issues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's not technically lobbying, but um meeting with representatives and you can't not just the capital itself, but that city as a whole, like you can't go anywhere without going into a metal detector. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really frustrating that the, the separation or, or the disconnect they have from, the average person and the way they live, and then the way it is there when you go to DC, especially going to the Capitol buildings and the escorts and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's 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 on how they they have two different values for people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, multiple layers of uh, security um, and different organizations and all that kind of stuff to protect these guys. Mm-hmm. But they won't they won't harden schools though, right? You know, there's a lot of stuff they could do. They could push in this fact, thing through to to protect the Supreme Court, protect themselves, or whatever. But they won't harden schools. It's just like,
2: in fact, they'll, they'll prosecute. Um, what is it, Homeland Security for going in and questioning? The Democrats are coming after the um, Department of Homeland Security because they defied basically the local uh, police units' stand down orders or police chief stand down orders and, and questioning on what authority did they have to go in? Have you heard about that? No, is this, they, they
0: question this where, in Uvalde or what are we talking yeah. about? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, the, the Democrats are coming after them because they went in. And, and here they are trying to act like it's, it's so disgusting because they're coming after and using all of these events to push their agenda. But yet the people who actually went in and stopped it, like yeah. the, the, the. Or, um, or saved um, save their, their kids to... in the,
0: in the least. They saved their, right. you know, there were people who went in and saved Right, their and kids. now they're trying to prosecute
2: those guys and question mm-hmm. them and say, hey, you didn't have the authority to go in and do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who people need to pay attention how disgusting and double standard it is. I mean, they, they want they want the carnage.
0: It seems like it or they they definitely don't care what happens to like I know for me, I've got kids. I know, Ryan, you've got a beautiful family. <laughs> I actually got to spend some time you. with your family. Jesse, I don't know if you have kids yet. I know you're married. You got any kids out? Yeah, there? I got I got three kids, three kids. Awesome. Congratulations. Um, you know, it's weird, man. That's like the most value. I can't think of anything that's more precious or valuable to me than my kids.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they just won't do anything to harden the schools. They won't allow people who would like volunteer to, you know, to, to be at the schools, right? Like I would gladly volunteer to be. My, my kids are in college right now, but I would gladly volunteer to, to where I live here. I would spend my time and be up there at the school. I'll do whatever training they wanted me to do or jump through whatever hoops. But they won't, they won't even let people do that. No. You know. Um, not even so to here in credit. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, To Kansas' is credit, so at the university level, they actually – we were talking about the state levels and some of the things going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually, as a student carry on campus now, which is a huge deal. And mm-hmm. you should have seen the, the the reports of how everyone was going to die and every school shooting was going to happen because college students are going to be allowed to carry on campus and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but to Kansas's credit, we've actually made some headway in that area. Uh, and I think I want to say Utah is one of the other States that has also done that. Um, but yeah, the report or the safety levels there have been phenomenal. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of evidence. I know that even um, also before we started the show here tonight, I was reading something and I don't know, like I said, my internet's a little crazy here. So I probably will be it. uh, What I'm saying is probably not going to be correct, right? Because I can't go through and back it up. But I think that um, there was a you know, there's summer school going on, like summer camp going on, and there was a story where a guy came with a gun to this summer camp, and and was actually held off by one of the uh, camp counselors or something like that that was armed. You know, they got into it. He kept that guy from actually being able to do anything until the cops got there, and then the cops took that guy out. Maybe someone will put a link for that or give us better details on that. You know, forgive me for just uh, you know. I, if if i press a button here and go on the internet i'm going to kick our whole thing off and i'm trying to avoid that but the point I'm, I'm making is where you have in places where you have people that can resist these guys it's not so easy right not so easy to right. do this why like that that seems to me like the, the most obvious thing you know and then there's guys yeah. like yourselves who are out there training all the time i don't necessarily train all the time um, but there's folks like yourselves that 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 are out there have the facilities to help have you know the abilities and all that kind of stuff to help, but it 's like no we don't want to talk about that
3: yep uh schools are soft targets, so are churches, mm-hmm. and that's something that we've we've really got to get on top of is not being a soft target mm-hmm. um, and uh, I actually contacted my local police department. Um, because their their building is literally directly across from my kid's school, and I told them, "Hey, uh, for Scott's willing to supply the ammo, and uh, I just want you guys to show up at no cost. You just show up at the range, and uh, we'll do whatever type of training you guys need, as far as performance training, getting used to your gear, setting yourself up for success with your gear, um, whatever." And uh, their uh, response was. Uh, i think we're good um we're 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 trained up we got it and uh Mm. i'm not talking bad about these guys Mm -hmm. um but if you were to take one look at how they you know use all their gear set up everything magazines their guns uh their physical state all of that um i'm gonna go ahead and say that they're not ready, and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because I have been around people that are ready, mm-hmm. and they didn't look like that. Um, yeah, the, just basic stuff as far as setting yourself up for success when drawing your handgun, mm-hmm. needing more ammo, the correct medical equipment, yeah, they just didn't have it set up right. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, as you're speaking, I'm just throwing up this is um, you know, this is on the truth about guns. No one injured a Dallas summer camp after armed employees slowed a shooter until police arrived. So, for anyone who nice. wants to, to uh, look that up, and yeah, you know, I agree. I'm not saying I think there are probably some departments around the country or several departments around the country that there's folks there who are, you know, considerably well trained in order to deal with this stuff. But for the most part, the truth is around America that a lot of uh, police departments or uh, you know uh, sheriff departments, etc., they're really not prepared for no. what's going to happen here. Um, you know, I know that like I did some training one time with with my local uh sheriff's department, and you know they're all good guys. I, I don't have anything bad to say about them. But when I did that, I was really shocked at like the state of their rifles and the optics, and the, you know the the optics weren't properly uh, at that time. You know their optics weren't properly zero There was a whole bunch of stuff and. And the training that I did was like voluntary training that um, one of my friend's dad, who was a SWAT team leader, came out here and he volunteered to give them that. And I was like, man, we really need to figure out a way to get these guys more training. And then unfortunately, just um, you know, like a few months after that, there was an incident that happened here where a guy was mad about something that – I think they arrested his son, locked him up or something, and he just found two of these deputies having lunch and just walked in there with a rifle and just shot, shot him point blank, you know, and uh, killed those guys and then went back to his car and committed suicide. And it was like the most horrible uh, thing that's – one of the most horrible things that's happened around here. And I just remember thinking that, yeah, even my guys here are just not ready. you know? Yeah.
3: And I'm not just knocking police. I believe as citizens, if you carry a gun, you should be just, a vigil- just as vigilant and aware as they have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because most likely they're not going to be there yep. first. You're there first. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, if you carry a gun, you've, you've got a job to do. And I don't say that lightly. Um, mm-hmm. work this thing out where it works for you. I know not everybody can go to the range every weekend. I know not, you know, I know not everybody can just grind, 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 grind. We all got lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you do have uh, an ability, if you're carrying a gun, you do have the ability to save someone's life. So uh, mm-hmm. get That's as much training true. as possible, learn yeah. medical, learn how to use your gun efficiently, and just be visually aware all the time. Situational awareness.
0: Yeah, you have a responsibility to do that. If you Hopefully you never, you know, we we all, I think, hope that we don't really get into that situation. But if you do, there's a reason why... The universe or god or however you want to look at it put you there and you know hopefully you can react and fight back to that you know and then you yep. realize there's like a reason why you're in this position regardless of what happens yep. to you you can stop something really horrible from happening uh 42 chilled is yep. saying west virginia woman with a pistol took out a a dude with an ar-15 shooting into crowds you know um yep. It happens. It happens all the time around around the country that people, you know, people were uh, were there and able to do something. Do you remember? Was it a few years ago that that, that there was a, a shooting at that church, and the guy that was not far away, he didn't even have his magazines loaded. I mean, he did. He did some awesome stuff, yeah. but yeah, he didn't even have magazines loaded. Yes, yeah. was it, he did. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his yeah. name right now because that, I th- I, I, think, I don't know which one you're talking about. Was it the Garland one? Uh, I think so, because I think someone recently gave us his info and we're trying to get that guy to come on the show and, and, you know, Hey, I think, you know, I think he did the right thing, but just imagine, you know, uh, what would have happened if he even just a simple thing is like having magazines loaded, right. That some of us take that for granted. Yep. Yeah. Think about that. You know, it seems simple like until you're in that moment, like, Oh shit, This gun (laughs) that I think I'm going to use is not actually loaded, (laughs) you know, nor are the mags. (laughs) No, no, it's not loaded. The mags aren't loaded. You know, um, yeah, just, you know, that simple one, that simple one little thing there is really important. Make sure whatever gun you have uh, around, wherever, however you keep it, you know, that's all up to you, your responsibilities in regards to that. Dude, make sure you've got a magazine there or two or three or four. Yep, yep.
3: And uh, one more thing as far as carry and, and stuff. If you carry a gun, you need to have extra ammo like we just talked about. But you also mm. need to have at least, a, at least a couple tourniquets in your car, on your person, whatever. Um, they're not hard to use and you don't have to be a doctor. Uh, yeah. get, you can get medical training, get it go, go do it. But mm-hmm. just, uh, these are 30 bucks and what's someone's life. And this may not even be for a gunshot wound. Uh, I know a guy that dropped, uh, like a window and it cut his arm and one of these saved his life, but, mm-hmm. and he's not even in the gun world. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Medical training is a good thing. I think, uh, we all don't do that enough, including, including, uh, myself. I'm glad to see you guys are going to be doing that out there. Do you have that scheduled on a regular basis in, in Fort Scott, Ryan? medical side um
2: we're working on it i'm getting on yeah the medical ones we're working on getting consistently uh mike ritchie is battle line's medical instructor um mm-hmm. and he's uh he's wanting to do this consistently yeah and we're having mm-hmm. conversations to make it happen um with just getting off the ground yes it's monthly or you know quarterly whatever at this mm-hmm. point but yes it will be yeah
0: yeah I think it's very true, and like Jesse is saying here, I mean, you're more likely to find a situation not related to firearms that you're going to use that if, you, know, if you have that. We all drive cars. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 Also, uh, I'd like to put this in here real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Knuckle Down is about to release two different types of classes uh, coming up, so we'll have uh, – stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to have a medical and uh, – and something else. I'll let you guys know when that comes oh, okay. out. But oh yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. So
0: yeah, we should talk. You know, hopefully in the future, Jesse, we'll have you. You know, despite all the technical difficulties here, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll get you to come back on, and and uh, we can yeah. you know we can do some stuff to uh, help you share that. Uh, and even outside of you coming on, man, if you need me to help you yeah. share something, let me okay. know. Um, but yeah, I think the medical side of it is uh, is very it's very often overlooked including by myself i agree you know so um that is really important how can you tell people jesse for people looking or listening to this wherever they live how would they go about finding that like if you want to get to medical training um so
3: uh there's a website called shootingclasses.com and it's basically a search engine for uh any type of uh you know Gun class, medical, room clearing, it's basically like just a big search engine to find classes. And you can like set – I think you can set in like a radius of where you're at and figure out what's going on. But anybody that's registered on there, I'm on there. Battle lines on there I believe and then so are a bunch of other people. But it's just a way to easily find classes and not have to scour through Google or Instagram for hours trying to find a class. So it's
0: shootingclasses.com. Oh, very cool. So that's like a big registry for the trainers that are out there, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And typically most of the folks out there that are doing training will have some kind of medical stuff attached um to whatever they're doing. And uh Mostly. you know, yeah, that's very that's very worth the uh the time and effort to do that. Because yeah, you could get into anything. You could be on your property and you're using a your chainsaw, you know, anything yep. could happen and that that will uh, come in handy. So um it's probably more important. <laughs> but, you know, Just one of those things that we don't pay attention to. (laughs) Buy one less gun or some. I know, I know what I'm saying is crazy. (laughs) You know, uh, it sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, but buy one less gun or a little bit less ammo and uh, invest in some training. It's not, you know, it's not a bad thing at all.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Did you want to say something here, Ryan? Before we go to the break, got a couple seconds.
2: No, I I just read it reiterate what you guys are saying i mean um i think it's it's really cool to have our to have our gun setups and our everyday carrying stuff but um you gotta have a med kit on there somewhere like i mean i got one on my bag right here it's always with me you know so yeah. like you said it's far more the odds of using that and and
0: we're, gonna, um, we're, we're, we're taking a quick break. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF-50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your sten gun parts needs, so don't forget to check out stenparts.com and safetyharborfirearms.com. Yeah, sometimes I wish you guys could actually hear stuff that we're talking about in the background, because <laughs> uh, yeah, complete—I know me for sure. I'm a complete knucklehead. Um, you know, I'll get these—I'll get these guys trained up uh, at some point here, right after I train my own self. To pay attention to uh, everything that's happening, but we are we are actually over the nine o'clock hour, so we are going to start wrapping up. Ryan, did you want to show? Did you want to show that? Make it? Is that what you want to get?
2: Sure, I get can. It? I can grab that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, it's. A, I think it's a good idea to have, even if you don't know necessarily how to use it. Someone else might be there that can use it. So, but you know, definitely figure out how to So use I'm gonna give it. a little
2: plug up to our website here. We we teamed up sure. with lines with Nick Ritchie, the uh med instructor there, um, and got these kits um, on the website. But um, you know to get a good quality set it does it does cost a little bit. Like we've knocked the price down as much as we could, but there's still mm-hmm. a couple hundred bucks for a good setup. You know we've got mm-hmm. um, but even if you were to go buy all the parts individually, you're still gonna end up spending that like a package for you. Um, there's room in, in these two uh, to do add-ons. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, tourniquets on the outside, one on the inside. Um, I've packed mine with some other some additional things. Um, but yeah, even just something like, even just get some literature because, like, even if mm-hmm. you know you're stumped or you need, to, you got. Yeah, show that to, again. You know what I mean? Just, yeah,
0: show that again. Yes. Yeah. There you go. What was that? What's that book you're holding up there? Uh, first aid. It's just and the first aid and CPR guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, I mean, um, yeah, just some, some quick, cause I mean, medical, the medical profession, those, those doctors spend a lot of time for a reason. There's a lot of knowledge that goes into it. So, I mean, every yeah. little bit you can get to help yourself out with is good.
0: Yeah. And I, and I don't want to take away from yeah. YouTube. Cause I think there are some good YouTube videos out there. But, you know, definitely get out and get in front of some uh, good instructors on that stuff. OK, so listen, we're going to we're going to wrap this up yep. here. I do want to start with uh, Jesse because I want to get you guys to tell the folks out there, how, you know, how people out there can communicate with you, find out more about you, support you and what you do. And I, I do want to start with Jesse. So just tell everyone I'm going to give you all the time you need. Just tell all the folks yeah. where you are and where they can find you, Jesse.
3: Yeah, my main platform that I use right now is Instagram. Uh, Most of my posting is on there. I do have a TikTok. And all of my Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, except for my uh, YouTube, they're all my name. So if you already follow me, it's Jesse Finley on uh, Instagram and all that stuff. Um, But I have – my Instagram is my main one. Uh, Facebook is uh, linked to my knuckle-down thing. So I run that kind of locally here. So you'll see like – uh, classes like pop up and stuff just for like the local people so if you you, you can get on out there if you're not local um uh my tiktok is kind of my uh goofing thing i like to goof around on there so you'll see stuff on tiktok that you won't see on instagram most of the time uh, mainly because tiktok's environment is absolutely fun for me to troll on uh, <laughs> okay so you say you don't yeah. do any you don't do any crazy dancing over there no, no, I I I love putting stuff in there and getting told that, you know, mm-hmm. I I'm dead and uh I wasn't fast enough and you know, I oh. died in war and you know, I love just trick I love yeah. triggering them. Yeah. Um uh-huh. I am getting a website up soon. Um that's a process. <laughs> uh it's in process right now. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. Um oh, I'm on shootingclasses.com as well. So be looking forward to some classes that are coming up. I am. I'm looking forward
0: to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Very cool. Um, and and then I'll let Ryan also get a chance to tell the folks out there. And 42 Chilled did put a link to Fort Scott Munitions slash category slash shop slash medical slash IFAC. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> wants to know. But go ahead, that. Ryan. Give everyone the rundown.
2: <laughs> yeah. So our website is FortScottMunitions.com or FSM.com, either one. Um and then our main means of communication mm-hmm. that we try to reach out and, and really put info in front of people is our emails. So mm-hmm. I'd recommend signing up for our email list. We are on Instagram and YouTube also, just force Got Munitions. <laughs> um, like Hank said, we, we do deal with some hack accounts at times. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, we are yeah. got a, a good presence there. Gage does a great job of running those for us. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, just I, you know, Just don't get spoofed by these idiots that are out there. They do that yeah. to quite a few companies out there so yeah yeah. um and then if anyone is listening to this and you're trying to like get any of this info just hit me up like dm me on social media or something and i'll link you to to someone's thing if that's like the easiest thing to do but i know if you search jesse finley knuckle down dynamics you're gonna find the stuff that jesse is doing and if you search fort scott munitions you're gonna find uh the stuff that ryan's talking about here definitely look out for that giveaway the 10k giveaway um you know, I think you've got a pretty good chance, especially since there's one entry and there's all this really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah I know. I need to post yeah. something myself and uh, put it out there. Actually, people
2: would be surprised how good their odds are on these winnings and email giveaways and stuff. Especially, it's weird. The big ones, people are almost more timid to get involved because they're like, "Oh, there's all these people in it." And it's funny. Like smaller ones, almost have more
0: emails because. Yeah, um, or, or your odds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see someone that listens to the Who Move My Freedom podcast win this thing, and then I want to get some yes. of your stuff. <laughs> you can pass some of that. You can pass some of that stuff over to of- me. <laughs> huh? What's that?
2: <laughs> At least one of the DD mags or something.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then if you're if you're going to any of these places, you can also get some merch from these guys. Let me see. I haven't had a chance to show it off, but I'm actually rocking a hey. Fort Scott Munitions shirt right there. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's uh, very cool. So they've got, a lot of, they've got a lot of cool swag over there as well that you can get to uh, to support them. So um, here, here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to run in the end, but then I'm going to come back, and one of you guys is going to give us words of wisdom. Since Jesse is brand new to the, to the podcast here, you never did any podcast, right, Jesse? No. Yeah yeah so we popping that cherry popping it popping the cherry so you are gonna give us the words of wisdom jesse as we go out so you got a couple of seconds to think about it i'm gonna run in the end and we're gonna come right back here and uh we're gonna get that from you and then magically we lose we lose ryan i know he's probably he's probably gonna come back. yeah but anyway we're gonna i'm gonna run in the end we're gonna come back here all right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. We're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, we're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to listen to your audio podcast from. We're also members of the uh, Firearms Radio Network, so shout out to everyone who's joining us uh, in terms of that. I don't know if Ryan's going to get back here in time, but we, we still got Jesse. So words of wisdom, Jesse, what you got? <laughs> all right, my, uh, my wisdom here
3: is uh, gear enables but skill executes. So take that and let that
0: sink. Awesome. Awesome. Well done. Thank you very much. Lola is putting links up there once again for the 10K giveaway. Thanks so much to Jesse Finley of Knuckle Down Dynamics for joining us here, as well as Ryan, who's probably not going to make it back (laughs) at this point. But his phone probably just (laughs) just died. (laughs) For all we know, it just died. But uh, it was a great show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay right there, Jesse. We're out of
1: here.